What's your name? Um, Mackenzie. Sorry, I'm trying to look at the Del Taco menu. I got priorities here, man. Anybody. Think about the uh, passionate and angry sex between a yeah. lib turd mm-hmm. and a right winger wacko. And Dawn. I-, I would literally rather walk than get inside another electric vehicle in my life. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We got this email, rad at radradio.com. It is from Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Not just any Rachel, but our biggest win Rob change winner. When Rob's change winner of all time, <laughs> uh, Rachel, who won the uh, mega bucket of uh, over $3,400, Damn. who emailed in to say, I just wanted to send a quick note that today I received the change from Win Rob's change Ooh. from the king size Kit Kat bar mega bucket round. I also deposited the funds while giggling. Not sure if you needed all of that detail. Yeah, it costs That's a lot great. of money to ship all that change. Oh, man. It was so heavy to carry into the bank. It was. I needed a dolly. <laughs> She was our uh, second-to-last WinRob's Change winner, not of all time, but it, until uh, the spring. Uh, we have paused WinRob's Change just to open up a few more segments on the show to make room for the cash cow as we start on Tuesday, because Monday's a holiday, dummies. Oh, boy. It's President's Day. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we start on Tuesday giving away uh, $2,024 every day to one lucky winner in the uh, Lotus Communications radio family. So uh, all you have to do is listen. For the sound of the cash cow, that is a moo and a toilet flush. When you hear it, you must be caller 18 to 888-989-9811, and you will be one of the few people thrown into that day's drawing to win $2,024. We're also doing it during the Mixed Pick Sports Show every day at 10 a.m. that Steve Mickelson and I do. Remember the catch, though. You will not hear the cash cow unless you listen. In Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM, or in Reno on 104.5, which brings us... To this email from Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Says, Rob, I was so excited to hear about this new cash cow game, but was immediately let down as you read the contest rules that require listeners to tune into your radio stations in order to hear the cue to call in. I live in the mountains of Tuolumne County, where both stations don't get a signal. I've been a listener for over 15 years. I solely depend on your app to tune in every day. So I thought I'd ask if there are any other options available that will allow us those of us out here in the boonies <laughs> to play the cash cow. Please, Rob, I've never wanted to hear the sound of a cow mooing and toilet flushing so much in my entire life. Well, Jamie, I mean, there's a couple things you could do if you really wanted to be committed. You'd wake your ass up every morning and drive closer to uh, the uh, greater Sacramento area until uh, 1047 FM or 890 AM clicked in and you just park in a parking lot, sit there like a lunatic oh, for four hours. God. When an officer approaches you and asks what you're doing, you say, I'm waiting for a cow and a toilet flush. <laughs> See, anything's possible. You could also hack your way in uh, one way. You could listen uh, to our Reno radio station, Rock 104.5, online on their stream. Since uh, winning is available to all residents of California and Nevada, the fact that you would be qualifying through our Reno station doesn't disqualify you from being a qualifier. So there are a couple ways that you can do it, but you do have to listen on the radio station. Because remember, Lotus Communications, who we partner with exclusively, they're providing the brunt of all of this cash, and they want you to listen to their stations. Makes sense. And, and get the credit. It does. It's not, you know, and it's like, uh, what am I going to do? Say, well, screw you, pal. We don't want your $50,000. Right. No. So that's where that comes from. It begins Tuesday. The rules are posted at radradio.com. Oh, speaking of beginning Tuesday, let me just do this here real quick because it's President's Day. Um, let's see. Uh, Kyle. Yes. Could you please uh, pick a number between one and ten? What yeah! is happening one right in, I'm sorry, now? one and twenty. I'm sorry. One and twenty? Yes. Oh. We're going to go my lucky number 17 once again. 17. Is there another quiz today? Brandon, between one and twenty. Five. Five. And Dawn. Between but why one... did he go second? 
why am I last? Oh, that's true. Dawn does. Didn't she get second in the last? I'm not going to question what you're doing. Dawn, just pick well, I'm going to question what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, it all comes down to what number she picks and what number I already wrote down. Yeah, but still, I, I'm curious of the order. What, okay, 17 and what What Brando say? Five. And what's the, between what? 120. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Are you mad, Rob? I'm just waiting for good radio to happen. Oh, my uh, God. Well, don't wait on me. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, the 11. I don't know. Oh, interesting. All right. The number was, again, 10. I didn't change anything. Damn it. Ooh, look at that. Bitch. Now, it's the closest without going over. So, while Dawn got 11, Brandon gets to pick first. Yes. Dawn will pick second. And Kyle will once again be relegated to whatever category oh, no. is left because we're doing oh, wow. categories again. Yes, and then yeah. Kyle went off to a big victory. Yeah, his um, second big victory. Now uh, the uh, the uh, be, we're doing the same thing as we did for the Valentine's Day quiz <sighs> categories because everybody really seemed to like that. I mean, people that listen. A few of the members of the show didn't like it so much. I, I don't like these quizzes. Including the oh. guy who won until he won. <laughs> I love them. However. I, I didn't know anything about my category, and I still yeah. won. I am not going to tell you the categories until it's quiz time, because now that we've seen how this works, mm-hmm. if I if I had you all pick your category now, mm-hmm. we all know a certain member of the uh, production yeah. team oh, how, yes. would spend the time between now and the quiz Googling, because we can't watch him all the time, his I am, category. I am oh, so busy yeah. back here editing audio for mm. the replays, <laughs> and then there's emails, and then I'm going to go switch out some commercials. Keep I don't talking. have time to Google. T- talk and say whatever you want. We don't trust you. In fact, you know oh. what? This is not a democracy. It is a dictatorship. I make the ultimate ruling, but <laughs> allow me to take a quick po- uh, poll of, of the members of the show. Uh, Dawn, Brandon, do you agree with my decision that we wait until we start the quiz and, and only then will we find out our categories and pick. No, I'll buy lo- you lunch if you say no. I love it because yeah. I because I know that I would go and search out certain uh-huh. answers over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Not during the quiz, but if we were to pick the categories today, I would start oh, no, no. stewing on it and trying to study. No, and- no, no. The quiz is today. Yeah. Oh, sh- then yeah, we wait till the quiz. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not. You know, we're not going to do the quiz after President's Day because it's a President's Day quiz. Understood. I, I, okay. I, I, I don't care if this quiz was in two months. I I don't no. want to know till it's time. Okay. So Aww. it's a it's a it's, uh, especially because of that over there that yes. just went ah. Categories. President's Day quiz. We'll get to it later on this morning. <laughs> Love you, Kyle. Um. Uh, all right. A different Jamie wrote in about yesterday's show. Says I usually watch the show at night. Here I am writing you at almost 1 a.m., and I just finished your show. Thanks to all of your Del Taco talk, I had a great need. I really didn't think it was going to work, but one of my nearby locations is open until 2 a.m. So here I am at 12.45 a.m. with some late-night Del Taco. Oh, that's the best version. The funny thing is, I could have just gone up the block to Taco Bell. But as you guys said on the show, sometimes it needs to be Taco Bell. And sometimes it needs to be Del Taco. Mm-hmm. Either way, thanks for that. Uh, and then we got uh, we, get, we got an email from uh, Matt who just who wanted a review on Del Taco because this happened to us yesterday. We were talking about how Del Taco has publicly announced we're coming after you, Taco Bell. We're expanding into new states. It's like a five-year plan. Uh, but we talked about the menus are if you just say oh well they serve tacos and burritos and you know, they're the same thing. No, yeah. they're, no, they're not. There's a, there's a Taco Bell version, a Del Taco version, and then I threw in there's a Jim Boys version. There's all oh. sorts of versions. And we talked about it, and then suddenly the producers uh, s- uh, said, oh, we, we, we can't do this. We need Del Taco. <laughs> yes. 
so uh, uh, the, the boys, uh, we all ordered. And now, Brandon, you and I got the same thing in one way. We got that tostada with the grilled chicken added. Yeah, and I don't normally get the grilled chicken in general. And on the crunchtada, no bueno. I didn't like it. And I think it's because it was getting cold. The, the problem with Del Taco is, like most fast food, if you wait too long and, it's, and it gets room temperature or cold, it's not as enjoyable. It has to be consumed right there on the spot to get it nice and piping hot. Um, but because we're so busy back here, like like Kyle said, you know, we're editing audio and, and printing out emails. We, we don't get a chance to get to the food right away. So um, it was it was fine. I wouldn't do it again. I agree entirely. I might do it again if I knew. I was going to be able to eat it immediately in piping hot because it did show up while we were still on the air right before the Mixed Pick Sports Show. And I had to basically, I got I got a few bites while it was warmish, and then I had to heat it up a little bit. And it, it did keep its consistency better than most, but, you, and I got the flavors, they were fine. Yeah. The, the, the grilled chicken burrito I got, that was wonderful. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was really good. Did you get anything else or just that tostada? Oh, yeah, I get, I, I get my, my usual. I get a two taco combo because I love their fries. <laughs> and I also got, mm. um, what else? Oh, a combo, beef and bean combo burrito. Oh. So it's just a basic beef and bean and cheese with some sauce. And you can get it special, specially made with special sauce and fries in the burrito. Whoa. So good. Nice. Again, this is in no way an endorsement for uh, Del Taco. This all came up organically. <laughs> And we, you asked us uh, to tell you how uh, how we thought of it. But Del Taco, if you need somebody to endorse you, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm open. I'm available. Just let me know. I I got lucky, I think, because I think my food was probably made last. My cheesecake bites were piping hot, so the first bite I took, wow. there was a little bit of steam off of it, and I was like, oh hell yeah! And the bean and cheese burrito was a little lukewarm, but it was still good. My husband is one of those people that can eat anything cold. He wouldn't even care. It doesn't it doesn't matter if the food shows up cold from a delivery or if I've made dinner, but he is getting home from work later and he and Hank, our black lab, will always go out for a walk. He'll just take it out of the fridge and I'll be like, oh, did you enjoy dinner? Like the last of the next morning. He'll be like, oh, my God, it was so good. And I'm like, did you eat it cold? Oh, yeah. I'm like, how is it Mm-mm. good Mm-mm. when it's cold? Because like I'm I'm like, oh, my God, it, it was such a good meal I made. And I feel like what makes it Part of it being good is that it was warm, right? So I'm like, but I'm glad you still thought it was good, but you didn't get the full effect. Yeah, I mean, these are two different categories. First of all, like homemade fresh food like that, there are certain things, no way. I'm not eating cold spaghetti. I don't get that. And there's certain things like that. When you're talking fast food, very little of it holds up at all for yeah. very long. So we don't. Yeah. This is why we generally have a rule at Williams Manor. We don't DoorDash fast food because even that, even that 10 minutes or whatever, is is too no good. it's like uh and and heating it up is almost always a it fail ruins it. Yeah. Uh, uh we boy did we open a hornet's nest yesterday uh oh. when uh electric vehicles uh, came up uh, why by the way why uh, something uh, about charging stations oh, oh range, yeah. anxiety. range anxiety yes <laughs> the new word added to uh dictionary.com one of 300 or so uh range anxiety is what drivers of evs experience when they are concerned about can they make it to their destination before their battery dies because they don't know if there are charging stations around. And that led to a rant slash tirade of Dawn's, which led to Jeff the Jackass, uh, who oh. called in and started to completely misrepresent the mileage that a Toyota Camry, for some reason he picked, uh, gets versus his oh, EV. And then started arguing, uh, completely missed the, 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 the point about the 
the, the lack of charging stations that are available to so many people, whereas there are gas stations everywhere kind of thing. Um, and he kept emailing in and, and finally proved himself that he's actually like he works for Tesla in Nevada and he's surrounded Dude. by the factory and the headquarters there. And, and it's an endless charging uh, uh, cornucopia. He's got yeah. 17 of them in his house. I mean, he's That's unheard of. So, so um, out of touch and asinine. And he did he did email in at the very end of the show like his two-page email. The minute I saw it was from him, I, I threw it away. I never read it. I wasn't about to go down. <laughs> wow, this is his yeah. cause. Well, he spent the last hour of the show clearly listening and dictating whatever points he wanted to make, which ne- were never seen by a human being. I got a who would you do? Him with his cause of the electric vehicle or a vegan? Who, who are you sitting down to talk to? Oh, to talk to? Yeah. A vegan. It's yep. about food. A vegan. Yeah. It's still about food. And look, there are there are vegan dishes that can be tolerated. Oh, absolutely. And I might get some that ideas about that a vegan dish to, to add meat to on my yeah. end. I, there's nothing I'm going to get out of a, a out of an EV owner. That's a good point because I've even gone to vegan websites for some of their vegetable dishes that could be good side dishes to your beef. So yeah. Uh, a couple emails that was because people were calling and emailing. There were a few lingerers. Valentine wrote in and said the EV charger station business model is not sustainable. Remember the one guy who said, you know, the problem with EVs is that there's no convenience stores at these charging stations, <laughs> and they take longer. Actually, that's an interesting point. Now, the, Valentin's writing in from the the uh, perspective of if you own or operate one of these, because it it, it's a revenue-based business. You still have to pay for the charge. He says the EV charger station business model is not sustainable, and companies producing, installing, and maintaining them are struggling. Most EV owners charge their vehicles at home as opposed to a station. The long charge time and lines discourage the EV owners to use the chargers, which results in low revenues. The charge stations are unmanned. Therefore, they don't bring additional revenue from the convenience stores. As a result, the infrastructure may never become widespread. Well, that's why it will be it will be supported by, by governments in various states and local municipalities, but not all across the country. And the charging your vehicle at home is great as long as you know you're not going to be driving for 300 miles or whatever your charge radius is, without knowing where there might be a charging station. And, and I noticed, um, anyway, my my one experience with it, they were sometimes in the most random spot. There was we really needed to find one of the charging stations, and it was just behind some motel. It was just the weird. That's not sketch. Exactly. <laughs> we're just like, oh god, but we had to. We had to stop there. There was nothing else closer. Yeah, and that's kind of creepy because you think about the charging stations and and then you think about the creepy stuff that happens at gas stations, like, <laughs> like say, late at night. Yeah. There's some sketchy people come approach you, and you can usually just put a few little pumps of gas in your vehicle and be like, okay, I'm getting the hell out of here. Ten bucks in. I'm avoiding this person. But if you're going to a charging station and it takes 30 to 40 minutes, how long do you have to sit there and be bothered by that creepy person before you're able to charge up well, a little in, bit and drive off? In particular, if you're behind a hotel, you're going to see prostitutes, drug what? deals. Mm-hmm. At, at least Straight the late-night gas station where it's, you know, 2 in the morning. And there's some comfort in that they're manned. There's one person inside the store that's working. Now, now maybe you both are going to die, but you're not going to die alone. Where these <laughs> these charging stations aren't manned. What a way to so you're, look at it. Y- there's no one there. I like Kyle's perspective of you can just pump a few gallons and get out yeah. quickly. But, okay, you're not yeah. dying alone. That's another benefit. No offense to any gas station employees. The overnight ones do seem a little sketch themselves. You're right. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is, uh, you know, usually, oh, you have a record? We'll put you on overnight kind of hiring yeah, yeah. thing. It's like when 
you're out there pumping, you got to choose the weirdo outside or the weirdo inside. At least the weirdo inside, you you A can avoid, you can B, C coming, right? Not in much proximity. See, I'd be a terrible gas employee oh, because if man. I worked at a gas station and I was a criminal, I'd then tell my other criminal buddies to come rob people late at night. Then you, you would get a cut. I would, absolutely. Yes. God. Uh, Richard also wrote in and said, I worked for a local casino. We were giving away a Tesla. We had it parked on the gaming floor for a couple months. We contacted Tesla as the contest was coming to an end to have diagnostics done on it. And they said that we were four days from it being dead. And they then told us that if it dies, it would cost $17,000 to reprogram it. Oh. I decided to stick with my new 2024 Chevy pickup. Yes, yeah. as are most people. Uh, I referenced uh, the, uh, the study or report rather a few times yesterday, so I just wanted to get it legit on the record. Consumers are turning away from plug-in vehicles thanks to worries about battery resilience. The average electric car now sits unsold for more than 75 days, which is 25% longer than a regular gas equivalent. And by the way, as much as it doesn't feel this way to a lot of people, because maybe you're looking for them or you're seeing more of them or they stand out more, EV sales as a share of overall U.S. vehicle sales have declined to 8%. 92% of all vehicles purchased in America are gas vehicles. 8% are EVs. What was that movie on Netflix that had such potential, but we all ended up hating it? It was like The End of the World and Julia Roberts. It oh, just came out over yeah, Christmas, that, maybe. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. But, but it, it, one of the funniest parts of that movie, which it's not meant to be funny, was when all the Teslas were running into each other and just piling up on the freeway. It was called Leave the World Behind. Yeah. Didn't didn't Elon Musk like respond oh. to that? Like saying, oh, that would never happen. He was so mad. Teslas aren't, aren't yeah. built to do that. And they're, uh, you know, you get out, it's like, oh, that's creepy. I thought there'd be a bunch of dead people, but yeah, there's no one in them. <laughs> but yeah, they're just committing mass suicide. Mm. That's all. Mm. Uh, as I referenced yesterday, the car manufacturers are adjusting. General Motors CEO Mary Barra said on her earnings call that uh, GM is shifting because they will build to demand since the pace of EV growth has slowed. In other words, we're not going to make these things because nobody wants them, and they're taking up lot space, and our dealers are getting pissed off because the customers are walking on the lot going, no, I don't want any of this. Okay, I don't, This whole part of your lot, no. We're our cars that take gas or hybrids at the very least. Is it your sport saying, build them and they will come? That was not the case with this. That's true. Sport <laughs> saying. Yes, that's a very painful attempt a metaphor on your part. I think we've covered it and doesn't need any further oh, explanation. Well, that's good. Um, and then we got this email from Penny just now. Uh, as uh, some point today, we will have our President's Day quiz in three different categories. Uh, Presidents. Again, the categories do favor, each one of them favors a member of, of the, the, the mm. show, but it depends on uh, if you pick the right one. And uh, uh, it, how the questions go, but we'll see. Whatever. Um, Penny just wrote in and said, I love the categories for the quizzes. Were you perhaps, Rob, influenced by The Floor, which I believe you and Christina have been watching. This is the Rob Lowe show on Fox, oh. uh, where the, the, the rules were very convoluted in the beginning. My wife and I think we figured it out, and they don't matter at all. And, <laughs> and Rob Lowe continues to do a horrible job of explaining why you show up at the show with your category of expertise but then you may lose it or it may never get played or you may never play it. Somebody else may play it. We figured out the strategy of getting the greatest geography of the floor. We think the players are morons the way they're playing. <laughs> the only fun part of the show is making fun of the, the, the contestants because they're real losers. I mean, oh, no. they're bottom of the barrel people. Oh. I mean, yeah, like That's special terrible. kids and, and, and socially oh. outcast. And I mean, yeah, it's like. Oh, no. 
I get social outcasts yeah. being like the bottom of the barrel, but special people, right? Yeah, yeah. these are these Thank are you, these are people that grew up. They don't have any type of mental disorder, oh. but they act like they do. You know uh, the people. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dunces. Just. I mean. Very. Very annoying people. Uh, and and I don't know why you're saying. Oh no. Because I mean these are the people you laugh at. You make fun of them. <laughs> you point out how how what a loser they are that they have to go on a show like this oh, to have any hope in life. It's like a train wreck. So there's that. Yes. Yes. And, but but then there's the there's the the categories oh, and how stupid they make some of them. It's like um somebody's somebody's category was uh. uh uh, items in your drunk junk drawer. Oh. So they put up pictures and you know and, and my wife and I just shout out the answers like rubber band, paper clips, scotch tapes, like Hot sauce. batteries. <laughs> yeah, it's like Hot sauce. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, Penny says my wife and I are totally hooked on the show now. Thank you for talking about it. I'm so disappointed that it only comes out once a week. I can't seem to get enough. It is a bingey show. Um so I understand that. I I don't know if I was overtly well no, I would say I know I wasn't overtly um uh, inspired by the show to to try out our quizzing categories, maybe subconsciously. Yeah, I think I, the way the way it happened with Valentine's Day was, I, I, I I'm starting to do the Valentine's Day quiz thing, and I and I so I try to get some references. I'll go to I'll go online. I'll go Valentine's Day quizzes and answers and and everything's you know about Cupid and and the same Valentine's Day massacre. And I'm like, this isn't fun. And then I start. I think I saw a question about Valentine's Day candy or whatever, and I went, well, wait a minute. What if we did categories and what do we, and and what what got me was ooh categories rom coms if Dawn gets that oh my god if I would have got that I would have kicked butt yesterday and <laughs> and I was thinking Not at the yesterday. same time if know. Dawn doesn't get it <laughs> every one of these movies I'm looking at she's heard of or talked uh, about and she's gonna be and that's what happened there so, would have been only two I would have got wrong that was how it all came together and we don't even know you would have gotten them wrong because you didn't know them but you might have guessed right true when you had the so anyways that's oh. how it was all inspired I mean the category things fine. It, it's fun. <laughs> it but, sounds like you're overjoyed by it. Now I'm kind of worried because if we all get our categories, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. kind of worried about how good Don's mm. going to do. Yeah. Or Brandon. Like, Brandon's oh. really smart, well, too. And I, I know the category that I have in mind for you, Kyle. Yeah? Yes. I, you think I, I'd be good at it? Yes. Okay. I, I do. I am very hit or miss, mostly miss, even with things I know. Because then you say it, and I'm like, Jesus, Scott, I, I, I knew that. It's not like... Because I will say, oh, I never heard that before. But I'm, I am very hit or miss in remembering things that I know. Right. If that makes sense. Well, it makes total sense to me. You don't remember or retain anything that I ever say. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show. Got this email, rad at radradio.com. It is from Janelle. Hey, Janelle. Not just any Janelle, though. This bitch was an intern at uh, our former flagship radio station in uh, Sacramento and then came on, became an employee, worked with us a little bit. Uh, life went on. She moved to Hawaii. Oh, yes, oh. Janelle. 
hosted my uh, my wife and I for our Doors Off helicopter ride a few years oh, ago. She is the best. And this is one of those moments uh, where, like, like, uh, like Dawn, uh, where she's always bitching and moaning about her god kids and nieces and nephews uh, growing up and such. She, uh, Janelle writes in and says, "Today is my 41st birthday." No, it is not. How in the hell are you 41? Yeah, no <laughs> she way. was an intern. Yeah, come she, on. She, she's not 41. Boy, you guys are old. Oh, my oh God. we are so old. And and wow. I saw her recently at, at a place I was going. Well, not important anyway. And I'm like, do you not age? So there's no way, A, you're already that age, and B, you even look it. She says this past year has been one of the worst yet, and it just feels like the hits keep on coming. Aww. From heartbreak to backstabbing, job loss, a botched surgery, and subsequent hospitalizations, and moving back to Sacramento. That, by the way, was the worst part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have you guys, though, and that makes me happy, especially yes. getting a dawn hug the other day. I know, oh. sweetie. I am trying to have faith that this year will be the turnaround. I love you guys so, so, so much. Happy, happy birthday. Now eat your Maybe slow your roll on that uh, turnaround year, but okay. <laughs> what is a botched surgery? Is that just uh, like a like a hack job yep. kind of thing? Okay, screwed up. Uh, we also got a note here from Jennifer. She is uh, writing in about uh, the happiest hour: the two ounce liquid shots made with all natural terpenes. We have four of them: the wake, the calm, the mend, and the intensify. They each do what they say. They're made with all natural terpenes. And Jennifer wrote in and said, "I ordered the wake shots." I am so excited to try them. Those are the, those are my favorite. Just a nice, clear energy boost. Clears your mind. No jitteriness. No hangover. And they taste good. They do taste delicious. So, yes, because that's important. Yes. No, you're right. You're right. There is there's there is one of the happiest hour shots, which I will not mention by name. I do not like the taste at all. The effects are great, but it works. So but it's it works. worth it. Yes. And so you know you can shoot it with something else, or you can just because it's only two ounces. I mean, come on. Just we've all we've all done do Robitussin. It. We yeah. you know yeah. it ain't that bad. So. Um, I have a question, says Jennifer, regarding the mend shots. Are they safe for children? My son has a terrible cough that never seems to go away. Oh. Doctors always want to give steroids and antibiotics. Of course they do. Steroids. I'm tired of pumping him full of that stuff. Would love to try a more natural approach. As always, you can imagine, Jennifer, we encourage you to talk to your pediatrician about things like this. Um, the, the, the ingredients are things, simple things like water and natural flavors and coloring and, and preservatives. Believe me, there's a lot worse stuff in the crap your kids eat in somewhere else. It would just be a matter of talking to your doctor about the terpenes, which again are just natural extracts from plants. There's no indication that they are anything but great for any ages, um, but you would have to do your diligence on that. We've never heard of any problems with it. The uh, Happy Star Shots are available in the Stupid Store. Superstore. You just go to radradio.com and there's the Stupid uh, Store thing. Superstore. You click on it and there's the boxes of a Happiest Hours and, and you just go right there, you go order and we will ship them right to your door. I was just, I was just re-looking over the uh, President's Day quiz that we're uh, going to be doing this morning. Dumb and how dumb it is. And the three categories, and I was reminded that it's a little different, actually, with the specifications of how the categories might match up to show members. Each show member has a has a real chance to be very proficient in two of the categories. Oh, like as okay. you go, like there's not one category like rom coms for Dawn and Valentine's Day, but there's two where I go, oh Dawn, oh Dawn could kill this one and this one, but not this one. There's one where Dawn would just be awful. There's one where I think Kyle would really have a problem. There's one. Where I think Brandon might have some issues, Brandon? so it's oh. more like that kind of so thing. Brandon's gonna win. Yes, Don. Yes. Meeting time. Meeting. You know who we need to take down? Uh, yeah, I. I okay. th it's all in the plans. I, right. I know where I'm yeah. going with this, and I'm I'm going the opposite direction than last time. Let me just check <laughs> what in. What are we taking down? You're, you're not taking me down, are you? Like the oh. Christmas lights are already put away. <laughs> Let's get to the entertainment news. <laughs> Overture, curtain and lights. It's 
It's time for entertainment news. We're going to start with a story that we never even got to report on. I had this story lying around since Super Bowl Monday, but it just never got to be important enough to tell. And now it's not even a story. Oh. But we're going to tell you because the whole thing was a story. Sean Heavens, he hosts uh, Hot Ones on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, he and adult film star Melissa Stratton were at the 2024 Super Bowl looking very loved up. Uh, and uh, 24 hours later, their romance made headlines because you got, I mean, Hot Ones is wildly popular. Uh, By the way, Brandon, do you know anything about Sean Evans? Sometimes you have like like inside knowledge on people. Yeah, I, not, not on this guy. Okay. No, I, the, my only experience is just seeing him do the interviews and, and recognizing how intelligent he is. And, and he and his team, I'm assuming he has a team of people that help him do the research and write these questions. But he's such, just an ac- excellent uh, interviewer, but also a host. Uh, so anyway, he was uh, out at the Super Bowl there all weekend, and he's with uh, his porn star, we think, girlfriend, because they're oh. posting all these pictures. Uh, and they were, uh, and she was uh, sharing multiple photos of herself and Sean Evans in Vegas, and they look all loved up. They took a photo in an event that featured celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay, who's been on Hot Ones. <laughs> Ramsay posted that on, on his uh, Insta feed, uh, and Evans did not appear to care about being seen in public with Stratton, and why would he if their boyfriend-girlfriend is kind of where the story was going. And then it took a very ugly turn, as it would in America, where there was a lot of anti-sex worker beating down women, just how disgusting it is that he would date a porn star stuff that hit social media. I'm sorry. When you say anti-sex worker, for me that doesn't equal what you just followed it up with. It doesn't follow up with, and I used to do this. I absolutely am guilty of this in my 20s and 30s for sure, and probably some of my 40s. To degrade them, put them down, demean them. How does that make them feel welcome or want to even think about changing their life? So if you're going to be... Well, it an- doesn't. That's why right? they're doing exactly. it. Exactly. But if you're going to be anti-sex worker, right? Like, I would think that you want to... Welcoming them with loving arms so they would maybe want an opportunity to change instead of like having them run farther, right? Like, I, what, I, I, what, I, I, what society do you live in when I, you're not on this show? I, I, that I, does I, not I, exist, oh, that I, hasn't existed I, forever. I, I understand that, and I was guilty of it. And I'm saying that you can reach a point if I did. If you, you and there's plenty of people that have reached the point I have that used to be what you're describing, just put them down and belittle them. So it just, yes, and they aren't uh, on social media, no, they're not. So, is is are porn stars the same thing as a prostitute? The to, only different, to many people, it's okay. sex work. Well, I mean, the only yeah. difference you can, if you really break it down, think about it. The only difference is there's a video camera in front of one of them, and the other one isn't. Well, and one's legal. That's another difference. Yeah, that's a oh. huge difference. I mean, that should be mentioned. <laughs> but they're all they're all included right. in sex if, look, work. If, if you're if you are if you have an issue, it's all the same. Prostitution, posing naked. For some of them, Brittany Mahomes posing in a bikini is no different True. than, than yeah. being a whore. See, the oh. difference between, like, prostitutes and porn stars, porn stars have, like, an HR department. They have, like, regulations and guidelines, and, and prostitutes have pimps. Yeah, that is that is when you break it down. And But they're all just as disgusting to people that are anti-sex workers. So they put down... They put down her. They put down him uh, for being with her. And, and this, then these, you know, a bunch of articles were written that were as were as effective as Dawn's little speech. There, they came and went. Uh, you know, oh, we shouldn't be treating people this way. Those articles got just beaten down <laughs> with comments about how disgusting it is that you would even support sex workers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I know exactly why they do it because I was this person. Like you think if you're kind to them, then you're saying it's a you you are for what they're doing. No. 
you can be kind to someone but still not agree with their lifestyle. That's I mean that's that's what living in a society is. And that's one of the articles that I read. And all of the comments to that writer were exactly that. Oh, okay, so you're a pro-sex worker. Even though she had written in her article, no, I don't agree with this, but this is not how we approach it. She was destroyed in the comments uh, section for for having the audacity to support. You're you're talking, in this case, lunatic, right-wing, Christian coalition, off-the-reservation buttheads. (laughs) Uh, in the Republican and right-wing party that are, that are taking this view for the most part. Very Christian of them. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Uh, and the relationship has now met an early end. Sean Evans called it quits due to the overexposure, as he was not too keen on the media attention, which, of course, begs the question, what did you think was going to happen, Sean? Yeah. According to TMZ, Miss Stratton found Sean's reasoning quite strange since he was aware of her profession when they first started dating, so she did confirm they were dating. Uh, He invited her to several high-profile events in Las Vegas and took lots of pictures with her. What did he think was going to happen when other people are taking these pictures and people like Gordon Ramsay are going to post them? Stratton was also shocked because Sean Evans was okay with her sharing photos of them online, according to her. She believes that Sean Evans felt pressured from his team to call it quits, like his, his handlers, maybe YouTube, who knows, came in and said, bad look. Sorry, man. I mean, yeah. And for him, he might have underestimated that people would care about what he's doing. You know how there's some people like Maybe. that where he's like, I'm just a host of this Hot Ones thing. The stars of the Hot Ones are the celebrities. Who's going to care about me? Mm. Oh, you underestimate me. Yeah. <laughs> Good lesson, I guess. Yeah. Thinking maybe he found somebody else. I'm guessing. <laughs> What? A, a different porn star? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's out there in public with 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 her. He's getting all this backlash. Maybe he had something on the side. Or and he became, was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll take my cool off girlfriend right now. Or it became too real. Oh wow. Okay, no. This is this is looking like a real relationship. I, I don't know why it always has to be someone else with Kyle, but I'll meet him halfway. Right, sure. It could very well be that for Sean Evans, this was always I'm gonna bang a porn star for a little while. Oh, here's my first trap door opening. I'll just take this one. Can't do it. You're too uh, toxic. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. Never had any intention of it being anything than a fling or whatever. Maybe you just got tired of this hot one, so we wanted to find another hot one. We Ah! talked uh, yesterday about Beyonce's new country songs. Uh, She released two of them on Super Bowl Sunday. Revealed she'll be dropping an entire country album on March 29th. A listener wanted to know my opinion. I gave it uh, uh, on both a personal and professional level. Uh, Texas Hold'em, I think, is a great song. The other one, eh. And we'll see about the, the rest of the album. But I pointed out we're not going to get a legitimate feel on this for a while because of all of the continuing lingering racism uh, in the country music world and parts of this country. Uh, we told the story that some country stations are refusing to play her new music and then lying about the reasons why. And now Dukes of Hazard actor John Schneider has slammed the entertainment industry. And he has two very interesting takes on this. For letting, first of all, conservatives have country music to them, for not letting conservatives have country music to themselves in a new interview. So, first of all, there are no liberals that listen to country music. There are no liberals that perform country music. I guess Carrie Underwood is not a country music star any longer because she's quite left of center. Uh, And he also dives in there to, I mean, Taylor Swift is far more vocal politically than Beyonce is, but there's that illusion. And then he goes on to say that Beyonce dipping her toes into country music is no different than a dog marking its territory on a tree, shared his thoughts, and was asked by the host how the entertainment world and lefties has to seize every aspect of the culture. The clip was shared to X, formerly Twitter, where people weighed in and tried to tell John Schneider what an idiot he is. One person wrote, country music was created by black people. Another said, Beyonce's from Texas. 
And Ken Burns, the filmmaker himself, delved into the topic, citing his documentary called Country Music, which examined how African and African-American music and instruments helped lead to the creation of country music, citing historian Bill Malone's famous quote, you can't conceive of this music, country music, existing without this African-American infusion. And then as the music developed professionally and too often in our history, African-Americans were forgotten. So that disgusting story will continue for a while. Okay, and I, I don't even know what world he lives in anymore because it's not the country world. They have a way to go. But if he's talking liberal policies, and I, I hate when we assign a certain way, a certain social issue to a certain party, but it's what we do. So let's take LGBTQ, right? You got Miranda Lambert's brother, who is, she's, everyone would think, we, I don't know her political leanings, but you would, you would assume she's conservative because she hunts, right? Because that's what we do. We apply that. <laughs> Isn't this what we do? Okay. Which I, I laugh because, yes, this is so yeah. stupid. And just a yeah. quick story. I right away think of the friend that I know who hunts more than anyone and has for 40 years, yeah. and he's a socialist. But yeah, so she <laughs> loves she loves guns and shooting and 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 hunting. So we're oh. gonna put her in the conservative category. Yet, okay, she's been to pride parades in New York. Her brother is gay and is in a, and has I don't know if it's a husband or boyfriend long term. You've got Casey Musgraves who's been singing about you know all types of lifestyles. I mean, th this isn't like for years now. All especially you got a lot of the older ones that have come around and a lot of the younger ones that have come around to social issues. So I, I the thing that the thing I'm trying to wrap my head around is they've gotten farther along with LGBTQ than they have race, which I'm still trying to like what Look, what what is that? Because I mean country music would because you, I know what it is. You would have I would have I would have never thought in my lifetime I would see at a CMA award show, that's one of their biggies. For you, all of you that don't know, one of their big award shows, like the Grammys or something. Um, lo, oh God, no, Rascal is it Rascal Flex? I'm sorry, people, if I'm getting it wrong. I'm sure I'm gonna. Now I'm forgetting which d group he's from, but he is gay, and he had his boyfriend or husband with him, and on his way to get his award, he kissed his husband or boyfriend. I mean, like you would never have thought you would see that, right? Uh, in, in this, ever in my lifetime, at a country music award show. So it's come along in that way. But, yeah, the race stuff. Well, I mean, all of this stuff, first of all, we all view it through our own prism. And just because that happens doesn't mean that it's accepted and they're not dealing with all sorts of totally. stuff behind the scenes. Sure. Secondly, the way these things work is it's usually a weighted scale of, okay, well, what's worse? Uh, she she hunts, okay, but she also, what was the example? She's pro-LGBTQ well, thing. Brother, yes. They look at it and they go, yeah. well, what's worse? Usually the thing is, well, the worst of those two things is, is it, like, in other words, do we, does the hunting outweigh the LGBTQ thing? And usually the, the decision is, no, you're off the reservation. Because it only takes one thing. It, it takes one thing, and it doesn't matter about Remember, Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell is a conservative Republican. His father served in Congress, but he had the audacity to come out and support various aspects of uh, Black Lives Matter and, and kneeling for the, for the national anthem and let people are in the plane of the black national anthem. He is out. He is out, remember? Now he's part of the conspiracy to get Biden reelected. So it's usually <laughs> things like that. And, and if you have to choose in the country world between LGBTQ and African-Americans, you two choose LGBTQ because they're less of a threat because black people are threatening. They are dangerous. They are druggies. They are. They will steal. They will crime riddle us. LGBTQ. What a bunch of pussies or homos. Oh damn. That's the calculation That's gross. that happens in this country. It oh is disgusting. God, no. Back to the fun. Let's do a trailer Yay. update. That was Dawn's fault, not mine. Ah.
Trailer update comes from the nickname of the super couple, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Tra, te, tra, tra, a trailer. See, trailer, tra, tra, tra. Okay, anyways. Got it. Yeah, social media came up with it, not me. It's stupid. Uh, there, uh, There's no real t- uh, uh, lure part of the trailer update today. Uh, Taylor is off in Australia uh, doing her, her, her show. But we do have some Kelsey Brothers updates. And it's a reason to play our little song. <laughs> now, Jason Kelsey, as we reported yesterday, the good Kelsey, the manly oh, yeah. Kelsey. Love him. Admitted on the recent po- episode of their number one most listened to podcast in the country, New Heights, that he found his luchador wrestling mask <laughs> on the floor in Las Vegas uh, on Sunday. And then, of course, the pussy Kelsey brother, according to Dodd, uh, gave him the ew, egg. Didn't you wash it? Mm. it sanitized. Didn't you go in a bathroom and wash it? It was something like that. And Jason's like, dude, where was the bathroom? I'm not going to go look for one to know. Uh, put it on. Now, according to this article, the Eagles Center, yes, he is still an Eagles Center. He has not retired yet. Even apologized to the person that the mask belonged to. But little did he know that the owner of the mask would come forward. Ah. He left on the floor. And the story's a little different than what Jason says. Maybe a little bit of an Uh inebriation difference is involved here. Okay, now it's exciting. A Dallas middle schooler's family says the mask belongs to their son. And they want the lucky mask back. Elijah Smith, an eighth grader from Dallas and a mega Chiefs fan, gave Jason Kelsey the mask after the pair took a picture together, but he never got it back. He says, quote, I gave him my mask, he dropped it, and then he picked it back up. A little hazy memory there about how things happen. (laughs) I got a picture with him wearing it, and then they were dancing and everything, and then the party kept going and, and people, you know, get separated. Smith and his parents, Thad and Sarah say they need their good luck charm returned before the start of next season. (laughs) The family knows that the mask belongs to their son because of one distinct detail in the the photograph, a massive autograph from Chiefs player Trent McDuffie from last year's Super Bowl after parties on the side. So this is that family. They go every year. They travel. They they go to the after parties and find the the family. Jason so they're rich. Was too hammered. He just did not remember. Or that's they're massively in debt, Kyle. We really don't oh, know. That's true. Yeah, I don't have, cards could be. Yeah, yeah. I don't, You're right. Don't have their financial status. Uh, the mask has been. Now this is the interesting thing. Remember this. Oh. This is the stupidity of sports fans once again. This is their lucky mask. The mask has been with the Smiths for the Chiefs' last four Super Bowl appearances and is seen as the family's unofficial lucky charm. Well, they uh-huh. did lose one of those Super Bowls. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't equate. I'm not, yeah. I'm not believing this family for a second. Gee, I'm shocked. Believing them about what? That it's even their mask? Well, no, it's their mask, but the fact they wanted it back, the whole, like, they gave it to Jason Kelsey to wear for the pitcher, and they, they wanted it back. How do you expect to, to want something back when you give it to him? They're like, oh, make sure I get that back. No, I don't think so. I think they handed well, it to him and, and then didn't have the nerve to even ask for it back. I, I would, if I was Jason Kelsey, I would have expected it to be like a gift of some sort. Like, oh, thank you. Well, I, the way I heard you read the story was he gave him the mask to take a picture with Correct. it. Correct. That's their version, yes. Like, like if, if someone gave you a hat to wear to take a picture, and then you give him the hat back. I'm not giving the hat back. You gave me the hat. Okay, well, you're a terrible person in that area. But if someone is say, do you want to just wear this for the picture? 
Can you take a picture in this and then you don't give it back? That's terrible. I, so, I would I would be shocked if Jason <laughs> Kelsey by today doesn't address this and yeah. send the, the mask back. I, I would think that that was absolutely what you had already said. He's, he forgot. Yeah, <laughs> he, quote, like, quote. he remembers yeah. picking it up, mm -hmm. and that's where the story starts for him because he's so drunk. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> the, this picture that he's seen, it might be the first time he's seen the picture. Well, that is me. Huh, I don't remember an eighth grader. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Um, all right, and then the other Kelsey brother in the news. Hours after the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade descended into tragedy, with a now they now know a personal dispute between several people at the parade is what he caused the the, uh, the aftermath to erupt in gunfire. A mother of two was killed. Twenty-two people between the ages of eight and forty-seven were wounded. Half of the victims are under the age of sixteen. And that night, Travis Kelsey was among the Kansas City Chiefs stars who went ahead with a celebration in a Kansas City sports bar that was pre-planned while other teammates stayed away. This is part of being Travis Kelsey now that you are Taylor Swift's boyfriend and everybody everybody has eyeballs on you tenfold beyond what they did before you started dating her. Yeah. In new pictures, Jason Kelsey, nope, Travis Kelsey, was seen alongside several teammates, including Patrick Mahomes and his bitch wife, Brittany, <laughs> uh, at the bar, which was closed for the private event. Uh, a, a member of the bar who wanted to remain nameless said, quote, they were here for a couple hours. They helped to cheer up the staff and keep their minds off what had happened. It had all been planned out in advance. Kelsey has a signed jersey in the restaurant, as well as Mahomes. The bar is decorated with Kansas City memorabilia. So it's the, it's the Chiefs bar, right? Yeah. Uh, his post-shooting selfies, though, sparked backlash from many, with one saying, quote, not a good look after a person was killed and others were wounded. Others defended Kelsey and felt that he had a right to enjoy a meal out with his team hours after he had said he was heartbroken over the horror shooting. Mahomes had booked the entire venue, but most of the Chiefs stayed away following the attack. So, does he have a right to go out and enjoy his life a few hours after a mass shooting in his city? I agree it's a bad look. I don't agree that he necessarily has to be punished for the bad look, but... Well, uh, does he have a right to? Not in this day and age. Right. That's all. That's the bad look Honestly, part. Honestly, you, 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 sadly, you don't um, because of all of that. But the thing that I... Would I do it? No, but it doesn't mean what he did was wrong. And do we know every conversation that went on during that time? I mean, you get, I saw a photo of them at the bar. Well, you're going to smile for a photo, okay? But we don't know. Their conversation could have been about what happened. They could be talking it through. But we, we don't, we're, we're assuming because of a photo that shows them smiling, which is what you do in a photo, you know, the whole group of them. We're assuming then the whole time they're hooting, hollering, taking shots back. You, you, they could have had – we don't know. They could have been talking about the shooting. True. The I mean, poor families and the poor people. There's like, also a video outside of the bar afterwards where he's clearly stumbling around, and, and which is why my point is it, it, it's too bad it's, it's Travis Kelsey because he's so illiterate he can't turn this into a positive moment. Yeah. Why can't, yeah. why can't <laughs> he use this opportunity to say, look, I just I, – I feel for the victims – I also don't believe that life has to stop when horrible things happen to other people. And and we we were there, as the owner said, we were cheering up a group of people that we're close to, and we were making them feel better, and we were all commiserating. And did I have some adult beverages? Yeah, I did. And and we need to allow people to grieve in their own way. That's what should how this should be said, not some, oh, I'm sorry, because you just know Travis is going to come out with some, well, I, I shouldn't have uh, had fun. I shouldn't have enjoyed life because others didn't. So do, I wonder where these people fall on celebration of life, like when people do those. Do they find those to be a bad look? Because some people have celebration of lives at bars, yes. and they're taking I mean, shots, and they're I, happy, and they're laughing because they're celebrating that life. And I, and I understand 
what may be the differences is the person asked for that, right? They asked for everybody to celebrate them. Sometimes they don't. You'll just get people that'll branch off from a tragedy and the way in which they're going to process it is they're going to meet up at a bar and have some drinks. If they're consistent, yes, they find that to be disgusting, and they're just telling people how to deal with uh, loss, and they should do it their way. Uh, here's an email, rad at radradio.com from Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Separated at birth from Kyle. Daniel says, <laughs> the family wants the mask back because Jason Kelsey made it famous. Good luck charm, my ass. That's kind of what I was thinking. Let's play Treble Trouble right now. You're going to win a one-month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com, and you're qualified to win. One of ten pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one of you will snag upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. We'll give you a song clip, and you tell us the title of the song to win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the song title... That's not Joe Mask, that's my mask. <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. Got an email here, rad at radradio.com. It's from Tony. Hey, Tony. Says, today is my youngest daughter Michelle's birthday, and I am asking for a birthday shout-out. I'm not going to say that she's my favorite daughter, but... <laughs> oh. Michelle gave us our first and only grandchild. Aww. I also won't ruin all this love by telling you she is turning 34 today. Oh, so young. So ancient. I love Michelle with all my heart unconditionally and no matter what. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. More cynics from Kyle Land, as uh, Jason yeah. Kelsey told his story on the podcast. Uh, the way he tells it, he found that uh, Nacho Libre type mask on the ground in Las Vegas and then wore it. But the way a family from uh, Dallas, that's a huge bunch of Chiefs fans, say it is actually that's their eighth grader son's mask, and it's his lucky mask, the family's lucky mask. He handed it to Jason. They took a picture together, and Jason absconded with it. Mm. Raymond says, "I got to agree with Kyle on this one. You don't just." hand someone a mask or a hat and just say, wear this for a picture for me. WTF. I would have assumed it to be a gift as well, Kyle. Yeah, see? You hand me a hat or mask to take a picture, it's assumed it's mine once the picture is taken. Yeah. Well, you all are cut from the same terrible cloth. Terrible cloth. <laughs> just, oh. Well, there's I'm also the, with you, but the hole in this, too, is that, 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 and we don't know why, Jason Kelsey's version of the story is entirely different. He doesn't even, he does, it's not like he said, yeah, a kid gave me the mask and I wore it. He thinks he picked it up on the street or something. Yeah, but see, this dude who wrote in, yeah, who, who you're not Jason Kelsey. Think about yourself as a kid, and you have this mask that you love, and this football player you love, and you want to get him in a photo with it. You're not, hello, that is totally plausible. <laughs> who would ever do that? Who you, you the the things that some people ask celebrities to take photos with that's there so they can see them in a photo with is endless. You you dodo. But I don't even know if the kid even gave the the mask to Kelsey. I'm thinking this kid might even still have that mask. I'm guessing Jason or uh, trap or yeah Jason Kelsey found the mask. So hard to get them mixed up. But I'm thinking Jason found the mask on the floor, picked it up, wore it, kept it, thinking it's his, and then those parents realize, oh hey. We had this situation happen where we took a picture and maybe he did give it back. And now they're saying that he didn't so they could get some popularity and get some drama stirred up. 
Why does there always have to be another story? Because, I mean, I, Kyle's the walking version of social media. There always okay. has to be lies, okay. deceit, there's, deception. There's three so you, sides to every story. Look, the truth, the other side, and the other side. Right, but you come up with stuff that's not even there. Right? It's like when someone we says, don't, look at the sky and how beautiful blue it is. Are you sure it's blue? Well, we I don't, don't know. know. When they took that photo, it could have been gray, and then they changed it to blue. That is quite the extreme. Uh, no, it really. Dawn's the extreme one? And, and, and my example is quite the extreme. Have you not listened to your stories you come up with? Uh, it's plausible. Jimmy wrote in because uh, we have uh, we have a President's Day quiz uh, since Monday is the holiday. Says, uh, I want to let you know I listened to the Valentine's Day quiz, and I love how Dawn gets so mad. It's so funny. Uh, but I do love you, Dawn. Uh, President's Day quiz after Treble Trouble. Oh. Trouble, 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 I'm going to kill it with presidential rom coms. You're going to win a one month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. If you're already a member, we extend you for another month. You're also qualified for the grand prize drawings for one of 10 pair of top tier tickets. To see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, one of you will snag upfront tickets to the show, which is February 27th. Teresa, your caller 18. Good morning. Good morning. You will guess first. If you know the song title, you win. If not, we'll go to Matt. What's up? <laughs> and Evan, your caller 20. Yellow. 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 We are looking Yellow. for a 1978 rock song. Once again, you should know the title of this song for this contest. Teresa. Blue Collar Man. Not a girl. I paused for a moment because I thought she said Ricola Man. Ricola. <laughs> and then I looked down and went, oh, no, no, it was Blue Collar Man. It's a stick song, obviously. Two more chances for you to win at 8 and 9 a.m. We played the pick a number game at the start of the show so that we could determine who gets to choose categories uh, in order. Brandon was the closest without going over. Brand, uh, Dawn was second and Kyle was third. So, Brandon, you get to choose first. Okay. The categories for our presidential day quiz. Yay! Yay! Is presidential music. What? Presidential movies and TV shows. Oh, God. Or presidential food. I don't know any of this. And as I said earlier, Ooh. each person has the opportunity to do very well. Nobody's going to kill any of them, but each person has the opportunity to do very well in two of them because of Ugh. the way the questions are written and mm. what they're about. Oh, so Brandon, do you want presidential music, movies and TV shows, or food? I'm going to go with presidential food. Damn it, you son of a and are, is that was ah! that the is that the strategy of taking food away from Kyle? Yes, and also I don't I I know of 
like presidential movies and TV shows, but I'm not confident in knowing the names or actors or anything like that. And same kind of thing with music, because I feel like it's going to be a lot of old timey stuff, maybe marches. I don't necessarily know the names of, of everything. So I'm going to take my shot at presidential food. Interesting enough, uh, food was actually one of the categories that Dawn has a real shot in because of Aww. the way the questions are written. Sorry, and Dawn. No, no, it's okay. I so, really don't think I'll know anything about any of these. Dawn, <laughs> either uh, movies and TV shows or presidential music. Uh, they both are, they both suck. Uh, oh, I, I, oh my god! Uh, I, and I think Kyle would do well in both, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I, better in food. Uh, right? Yeah, that was definitely the winner for you. <laughs> I'll just take movies, whatever. Oh my god, movies, TV shows, or the hell category that was. That Fuck is the other this. one that Dawn, I believe, has a real shot at yeah, again. But- because I know what the questions are and what they're about. But and I'm sorry, Brandon. I feel like I just gave the win to Kyle because he won off music last la- this week. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And he's already won the last two quizzes. He, so he, he's on a roll. He got lucky last. <laughs> time. I got lucky. Yes. I was no. I I had skill because I did. Was it called deductive reasoning? When I didn't know the choices, I went to the choices, and then I was like, it won't be that. It won't be that. It has to be this one. I feel. I feel like we're the Niners trying to take down the Chiefs, and we know what happened. There. I just love how the presumptions that are being made about what is in the categories and how they're written. So let's see how this all plays out. Totally different. I changed the uh, point uh, uh, theory here because I I, I met with some displeasure last time. So we've upped the ante here. Oh, 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 again, I need a piece of paper. I thought you were warned like an hour ago. You were absolutely my bad. Write me up or something. Ding me. I don't know. Whatever it is you do. You will each get an equal number of questions in your category. Questions are worth three points if you answer correctly without choices. Yeah. Questions are worth one point if you answer correctly with choices. Each of you will receive an equal number of bonus questions in your category. Equal quote, quote, when it comes to Dawn. No, no quote, quote. Again, this was all predetermined, pre-written, has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) And they are know-it-or-you-don't questions with oh. no option for multiple choice. I like oh it. Oh, God. But a correct answer to a bonus question is worth 10 points. What? Oh, Damn. God. No stealing, and Brandon, you're up first. Oh. I'm ready. Oh. The earliest known sighting of mac and cheese in America came very early in the 19th century when this president, who had discovered it during his European travels, introduced the concept to the public. There's a lot of Easter eggs in a lot of these uh, questions, by the way, where I lead you to a very narrowed-down set of possible answers. 19th century is like the 1800s, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, let's go with Shot in the Dark here. Adams. Ooh. There's, there's two Adams in I need so. to know which Adams oh. might be referring to. Uh, James Adams? Mm. Ah. There was no James Adams. Oh, sounded right to me. Either way, the correct answer is Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) Oh, the old Jefferson. Who was president from 1801. Well, that was given up when we said early 19th century. I I know, but early could mean mid. No, no, that's why there's a whole different word. I know. Uh, Jefferson was president from 1801 to 1809. All right, Dawn. For three points. What actor won an Oscar? At the 2013 Academy Awards for his performance as Abraham Lincoln in Steven Spielberg's movie called oh. Lincoln. I knew you'd know, Brandon. I knew you'd know, Brandon. Oh, oh, damn crap. it. What is his name? 
I don't know it either. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is actually the one, Kyle, I thought you would do the worst at overall just because of the way they're written. Okay. I, I, but I'll explain as we go along. I think I see his face. Is that why you're holding your glasses? No, Do you think I... you, you see your face right before you? The, the timing of that, I know. Uh, no, I put my glasses on because I'm going to need choice. All right. What actor won an Oscar at the 2013 Academy Awards for her his performance as Abraham Lincoln in Steven Spielberg's movie called Lincoln? Was it Daniel Day-Lewis, oh. Paul Giamatti, or Colin Firth? Lewis. Damn it! That's a face I was saying! By the way, technically Day-Lewis uh, is his last name, but close enough. God, he was the only Lewis. You got it right. All right, Kyle. Not right, right. Only one point. <laughs> right, right. For three points, Kyle. All right. The band, The President of the United States, debut album in 1995, went triple platinum, fueled by their biggest hit on the Billboard Hot 100. What was the name of that song? Peaches. The other big one on that album was Lump in 1996. Their single Peaches became their first and only chart entry on the Billboard Hot 100, reaching the top 40 at number 29. After round one, Kyle has three, Dawn has one, Brandon has zero. Uh, this no. is not working out the way I had hoped. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I, I, Yes, I'm, Dino I'm, the dog? I'm having trouble remembering. Do we, go to, do we ever do commercial breaks when we're in the middle of a quiz? Yes. Is anybody watching Kyle on his Don't Google? worry about that. Yes. Don't worry about that. Why would you even bring that up? I have work to do. Kyle. Yeah, work to do and cheating. That's why I would bring it up. I would like to uh, suggest that Kyle turns off his monitors and I'll be in charge Ooh. of the emails. Yes. Oh, how, how about yes. how we just switch spot? Brandon can edit audio for a segment and then I'll I'll do rad TV buttons. How much audio editing are you doing while we're live on yeah. the I got to do air checks. There's uh, probably no. two or three that I got to pull and then I got to edit the, the audio segment into three different folders. Uh, no, you know, you, you, you know what I propose and your boss, Rob, or Brandon, both of your bosses can let me know if they like this or not. How about on quiz day, you're just going to have to wait till 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Because it's extra long. I like Two. to get things done in a timely fashion. Oh, my God. With that oh, whining yeah, alone. Yeah, that makes me. I mean, that whining alone. That Rob, makes me want to add uh, in a whole new project absolutely. that has to be done by noon today. Oh, absolutely. Rob, based yeah. on this oh. hissy fit. Yes. That the baby is ha- <laughs> I'm going to turn your mic down. After, after he's done having this hissy fit, I, I think I know for a fact that he edits the audio during commercial breaks. He's not taking air checks while we're live on the air. He might be making notes, but he's not actually mm. editing anything. I wouldn't trust him. Don't. Brandon, I will leave. I will leave this to you, Brandon. Okay, turn off your monitors. Because uh, emailers were already coming in. Mario says, please make sure Kyle is not Googling. Yep. Michelle says, I'm curious. Kyle always says he's just checking emails yeah, during please. these quizzes. Does he have a mole, a phone a friend, if you will, who's quickly emailing him the answers? Uh, oh. All right. I have unplugged his monitors. Good. <laughs> Good boss. Microphone back up. <laughs> Keep checking it. Round two. Kyle. I'm sorry, Brandon. Yes. In the category of presidential food. First Lady Dolly Madison popularized this frozen treat during her time in the White House, and the president, her husband, was one of its top consumers. Oh, come on. Oh. Holy hell. Frozen. This, this is one of those categories that takes a big turn at some point. Okay, good. Probably, hopefully for the better. <laughs> yeah. Can I get choices, please? All right. Uh, frozen treat popularized by uh, Dolly Madison. Her not. And by the way, that's not the Dolly Madison that went on, in case anybody's thinking to have uh, the, the, the bakers. Totally. <laughs> Sorbet, the popsicle, or ice cream? Uh, popsicle. Damn it. That sounded right. Ice cream. 
was oh. the answer. Whoa, she really? She came up with it? Good for no, you, Dolly. She popularized, popularized it. Oh. Got it, got it, got it. Because okay. remember, most of the world had all this stuff. And then we became a country, and we started introducing these things to our citizens because they had all traveled to Europe and found it, oh, and they yeah, bring yeah, it back yeah. and things like that. And we that. did it better. Uh, and that's totally untrue <laughs> in almost every way. Uh, all right, Don, in the oh, category of presidential movies and TV shows. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <sighs> Won an Emmy, a Golden Globe, and a SAG Award Oh. for playing which president of the United States in an HBO critically acclaimed miniseries named after one of America's earliest leaders? So, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you know this one, too, Brando? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, this was, this was your category, by the way, <sighs> for the most part. See what you get. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Choices. Did Paul Giamatti play George Washington, John Adams, or Thomas Jefferson? Oh, uh, none of this sounds familiar to me. <laughs> Who, who'd you say? Come I'm on. So sorry. Just Washington, Adams, or Jefferson. Okay, wow. Jesus, three of so the biggest names in American history. Vinegar. Who did he play? Oh, my Lord. Uh, Jefferson? That is correct. Ah! Kyle for three points and a monstrous lead. Let's go. <laughs> uh -oh. Which hit Green Day song? I love you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. De just ding them already. We'll see. <laughs> From the American Idiot album, yep. did lead singer Billy Joe Armstrong describe as an F.U. to then-President George W. Bush? American Idiot. Don't want to be a redneck agenda. American Idiot was an attack on the American people and for falling into the trap of uh, social media and things like that. Holiday is the oh. song that takes aim at American conservatism. Armstrong felt that Republican politics were strategic in alienating one group of people, for example, the gay community, in order to buy the votes of another and said, quote, it is an F.U. to President George W. I had Bush. no idea. I thought the redneck agenda line was targeted at George Bush. Okay. No, cool. For what it's worth, oh. Kyle, I thought it was American Idiot, too. That's why, I had to do, that's why I do a deep dive on the research for these things. And the way you um, described the song and what it was, but it, that's, now, that's what they're all doing. Yes. <laughs> hey, the left is caught up to the right. The right is caught up to the left. We're all one. Oh, dear Lord. All right. Three for Kyle, one for Don. Brandon uh, for, for zero. There was no scoring in that round. So. My God, this is brutal. Brandon in uh, presidential food. President from 1817 to 1825. Oh, See, that? Easter egg. Easter egg. Huh? James Monroe liked snacking on spoon bread, which is most similar to what modern day desserts. Spoon bread. Spoon bread. Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe some deductive reason. Bread. Oh. Oh. You know. Bread pudding. Is that an answer? Yeah, bread pudding. Three points for Brandon. Spoon bread, popular in the South at the time, also known as corn casserole or corn pudding, oh, yeah. is a creamier version of cornbread that you eat with a spoon. The two did not morph into one another, but they are described as, well, if we're going to do this and we're going to do this, that would be how you get the three oh, points God. for that. Corn casserole is amazing. Dawn. Ah! For TV, movies, uh, and TV shows. God, just No, presidential me. TV and movies. You you're forfeiting? That's no, cool. no, I am not. <laughs> I will continue to be tortured. Which A-list actor originally impersonated Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live in 2016 and 17? Oh, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why is his name? I see his face. 
seeing a lot of faces today. I can see his face. Brandon, you know right now you'd okay. have nine points, right? Yeah, I know. Okay, I, I know. The, the, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's which one? Why am I having trouble with his name? Oh, God, because there's so many of those brothers. And now I'm questioning. Oh God! You know that there's a bunch of these brothers, and now I and I want to say this one, but I'm like, is this the brother or is that the other brother? Or maybe I'm totally wrong. Or is it the brother from another mother? <laughs> oh my God, Alec Baldwin? Is that right, Alec Baldwin? Oh. Alec Baldwin. Is that your answer? It is. Oh my God! Because you know, there's all the other Baldwin boys. Yes, and they all suck. No, I know, but I was afraid it was gonna like I'm picturing Alec Baldwin, but I'm thinking well, I'm gonna say the wrong name. That's why the clue was in the question. A list. There ain't no A list no, no. Baldwin other I, than Alec. I, I understand that. You're you're missing my point. I would say Billy Baldwin envisioning Alec. Do you know what? I, like I was afraid it was gonna say the wrong name. Okay, you women brains. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to um, me at all. One of my favorite cutaways from Family Guy is Alec Baldwin breastfeeding his brothers like out <laughs> by the poolside. And he's like, oh, no, give, give Billy a chance. Give Billy a chance. Come on now. Oh, all right, Kyle. All right. For three points, in 1964, a group called the Young World Singers released a song during the presidential election that suggested which member of the Beatles would be the ideal president. John Lennon. Shot, he was. He was. Twenty years later, yeah. As a conspiracy, I don't know much about it, but I thought like he had a political sway oh, and could get uh, people to change his mind. I think John Lennon was a very intelligent guess uh, because of it. he was very outspoken about his views. Is it Ringo Starr? Ironically, it was Ringo Starr. The song was called "Ringo for President," and it advocated Beatles drummer Ringo Starr for the exact opposite reason. You might vote for John Lennon. He, they, they said he was the ideal presidential candidate because he didn't talk about politics and the war. He was the most oh. lovable Beatle. Oh. Our first bonus question, Kyle. All right. For uh, 10 points. Oh dear. I'm, I'm listening. Oh, dear God. Oh, no boy. choices. Okay. Oh, God. Your three choices were going to be, if you had t- taken them, Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney, and John Lennon. Name the fourth Beatle. Okay, hold on. So John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and I don't know. I hate the damn Beatles. I don't really care about them. I have to write it out. Hold on. John Lennon. What a bummer. John <laughs> Lennon, Ringo Starr, and Paul McCartney, and who's the forgettable one? <laughs> Jesus. You're making sure where his eyes are, right, Brandon? John Lennon, Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney. I don't God damn son of a bitch. I'm so blank right now. Why can't I remember? I took a rock and roll history class, and we learned all about the Beatles, too, and I should know that. Oh, my God. Why, why? I thought I had it. It's gone. Clock John, is ticking. Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney. Yeah, there should be a time um, um, limit. John, Paul McCartney, on this. Well, there is literally a time limit because we have to go to break. Right, so, I mean, you know. He's points. well. Is he still alive? Ten seconds, no Kyle. questions. He's, he's my favorite. I don't Five, know. Brandon. Four, three. John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and um, 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 George Harrison. Very good. Oh, I thought he was the Muppets guy. Oh, George Harrison. The Muppets guy. What's the Muppets guy name? The guy, the inventor uh, of the Muppets. Henson. Jim Henson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank That's you. Great. All right. God. Uh, oh, we take a break. Brandon will watch Kyle as we take a break. I it don't is have any monitors. Currently, Dawn is in the lead. Oh God. Four points for Dawn. Three each for Brandon oh, and Kyle. Boy. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn.
The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Rob, Anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. Working our way through the President's Day quiz. We got this email, R-A-D, at radradio.com from No Name. Hey, No Name. Smart, since he's uh, got an asinine point to make. Uh, (laughs) Good to see that uh, listening and comprehension skills are as low as ever. Oh, boy. I mean, he does start with the right thing, or she. Pardon me if I got this wrong. Boy, did you. Oh, boy. But I did just Google. This was the first thing that came up. The question is, what is a spoon bread? Brandon's answer was bread pudding, and then Rob said it's actually made of cornbread and known as corn casserole and corn pudding. No mention of bread pudding. Isn't Come on. Oh, cornbread? Boy. Isn't that a bread? That, that's not what the question was at all. The question was that James Monroe likes snacking on spoon bread, which is most similar to what modern dessert. And if you were to type that into Google, you would get the correlation between the two things. Gotcha. Back we go to the quiz, uh, where it is currently Dawn in the lead with four points, Brandon three. Kyle, three. Only one bonus question so far. It was missed by Kyle for 10 points. So, Brandon. Yes. In the topic of presidential food, President George H.W. Bush sent sales of this snack soaring when he shared that he loved eating them topped with Tabasco. Oh, man. Um, can I get the choices, please? Cheetos, pork rinds, or Ritz crackers? Man, pork rinds are like too ethnic, right? Like Ritz are more American. (laughs) (laughs) I love the deductive reasoning. Very, very ignorant. Um, Let's go with pork rinds. You remember that? I do. This is why I thought you you had a chance in the food yeah. category after we got yeah, yeah, yeah. bonus question, Brandon. All right. Ten points. You know it or you don't. Which vegetable did Bush famously and frequently mention he hated? It's got to be one. Broccoli. Broccoli. Yes. Son of a goddamn it! Really? Oh, Brandon. Woo. That was a big part of Bush's four years in office because he would not stop ripping on broccoli. It's delicious. (laughs) It is. All right, Dawn, for three points, presidential TV and movies. Martin Uh, Sheen played the Democratic president in the wildly popular TV series The West Wing. Yeah. What was the president's name? Last name only is acceptable. (sighs) Jesus Christ, one of the most famous characters in TV. I know, but mm, I don't remember I don't even know if I'll know when you tell me the choices. Well, this is a big boo hoop. <laughs> oh my God. Glasses on. Choices. Martin Sheen played the president in the West Wing. What was the president's name? Bartlett, Burnett, or Bennett? Bartlett, Burnett, or Bennett? I mean, honestly, Bennett. I have no clue. Wow. <laughs> That, I thought, was a gimme for you. No. It was a Jed Bartlett. Yeah, uh, no, th- none of that sounds familiar. Man, drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch that show a lot. All right, Kyle, for three points. All right, let's do it. Will I Am of the Black Eyed Peas released a single on November 7th, 2008 called It's a New Day and performed the song for the first time on the Oprah Winfrey Show. The song was written as a tribute to what? Uh, I don't know. I need choices. <laughs> and Rob needs to take a drink. <laughs> the song It's a New Day. 
was a tribute to what? The Civil Rights Act of 2008, which amended the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the addition of the KKK to the terrorist organization list, or President Barack Obama's victory. This was in what year again? Yeah, that was in the question. It was a new, November 7th of 2008. November 7th? Shoot, was Obama elected that? In, was it the 7th? I know it happens in November. And it lines up with when he got elected. Let's go with the Obama. Let's go C. Letter C. Yeah. That was painful. <laughs> bonus question. Thank God. Where's Thank you. my bonus question? I haven't had one. You'll, you'll get an you equal number. You said they were equal. They are. When we're through with the quiz, you'll have gotten an equal number. Okie dokie. Hope you all are keeping track. Ten points, Kyle. Okay. Know it or don't. Who did Barack Obama defeat in the 2008 election? Oh. John McCain. So far behind. That I can I confirm. Know that. Good job, Kyle. Um, oh my God! Don't say good job to him. You have to beat him now. I'm the nice guy. He's your enemy. Kyle and Don. <laughs> Kyle and Brandon have eleven. Don has four. Uh, Jesus, good lord. Brandon. Yeah. Uh, which modern day president loved what his staff called homemade cheeseburger pizzas because it was every ingredient of a cheeseburger on top of a margarita pizza? And there's no date range. We just just named the president. Modern day was Modern in the day. question. Got it. Sorry. Missed that part. <laughs> mm, listening skills. Very important. <laughs> What's that? Uh, what, Kyle? You say we had 11 points. I think me and Brandon both have 14. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Thank you, Kyle. Good, Good looking out. Good catch. Um, uh. That was a distraction to get me sidetracked and... Well, about the but present. he was right, and he did correct the record for your your score. He could have yeah. done it at a different time. Yeah, after the quiz. Yeah, or after my question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right, Brandon. Modern-day right, president right. loved homemade cheeseburger pizzas because it was every ingredient of a cheeseburger on top of a margarita pizza. Uh, w. Bush. Wow. Yay! All right. Bonus question. Okay. Okay. Uh, is everyone paying attention? Kyle's had two bonus. Now Brandon's had two. Dawn has had zero. You right. might get three in a row. Hey, wow. How about that? Well, you know, we don't know yet. Bonus question. Ten points, Brandon. Know it or don't. What is the name of Bush's ranch near Crawford, Texas, which was known as the Western White House while he was president? Oh, they talked about it all the time on the news because he was there all the time. Oh, not C-bar C. No. That's a, it's fair. A he gets to have his monitors tough on. <laughs> God, I used to know this by heart. Hmm. Mm. C-Bar C Ranch. I don't know. Prairie Chapel Ranch. Yeah. All right, Dawn, for three points. Why? On the TV series The West Wing. Oh, this garbage again? President Bartlett's successor is portrayed for the final two seasons by what well-known TV series actor? And I did not watch this show, people. Gosh dang it. Oh, I'm sorry, you said a famous person? Like he's a well-known actor? I said he's a well-known TV series actor. A well-known TV series actor. <sighs> Stupid choices. Rob Lowe, Christian Slater, or Jimmy Smits? Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, man. 
Oh, I never watched an episode of this show. I knew I knew these answers. Well, of course God. you do, because you're always reading things. Zeitgeist thing. And that's a bad thing, children. Don't read. <laughs> Rob Lowe, Schmitz, or who? Christian Slater. And oh it's Smiths, not Schmitz. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Lowe. That sounds ridiculous. Oh, my God. Who is it? Rob Lowe was on the West Wing, played oh, a different was? character. Uh, Jimmy Smiths played uh, the character who was then elected uh, the <laughs> successor. Wasn't that guy that was on uh, the, the NYPD or something like that in the early days of cop shows? As a matter of fact, your bonus question, Dawn, for <laughs> 10 points. Oh, look at that. Oh, she got one. Oh, is no. Jimmy Smiths also starred in two other major legal and yeah. law enforcement shows in the 80s and 90s. You have to name one of them and, for 10 points. Oh, my God. It's right there, too. And I don't remember it. God dang it. I'm leaving. I am just leaving. Aww. Call me back when the quiz is over. You'd be in the lead if you got this. Then I'm not. I, I, I... When you come back, can you bring Taco Bell? <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Text me your order. Yeah. Um, oh my God, this was like a thing in our day. That, sh that One of his shows was a thing in our day. Both of his shows were a thing in our day. Both of them, and I am going blank. Oh, I hate this so much. I could not hate right now more. <laughs> blue, blue, not blue blood, blue. No, there's no blue. There's, oh my God. The it. timer will start soon. No, 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 please. Uh, um, mm. You were the one advocating for timers for these, uh, so I have picked up that mantle. I was. Yes. But it doesn't apply to me. Jimmy Smith starred in two other major legal and law enforcement shows in the 80s and 90s. Name one of them. You have 10 seconds. Oh, my God. I hate that I'm going blank. And I'm only concentrating on one, which is terrible because now I'm going to think of another one. Four. Oh, just buzz me. L.A. Law and NYPD Blue. That Why didn't. did I put them together? No idea. But that did not sound right. Kyle. Yes. <sighs> For three points. In Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. We didn't start five the fire. U.S. presidents are mentioned by name. Name two of them. Two of them. Oh, I don't know the song. We didn't start the fire. But it didn't what year was this uh, song released? Why is he asking questions? I don't know. He knows I'm not going to answer him. God. <laughs> Seriously? It's not relevant. Yeah, it's not. Just, there's your question. That's it. Start the fire. Okay, just name two. He he said how many presidents? Five? Five are mentioned. You have to name two of them. All right, let's go. Let's go Lincoln and Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Well, because once he said Lincoln, no, I knew. No, just... Kennedy. Oh, sorry. Uh, the uh, five are Truman, Nixon, Eisenhower, JFK, and Reagan. See, he went with the ones in the time where the song was written. He actually went back in time for a lot of the song. Yeah. Uh, bonus question, Kyle. Okay. Another one? For... What does it matter? Who cares? I'm not even going to do good on mine. Stop as, complaining, As Don. you demonstrated, yes. Uh, for 10 points, Kyle. Okay. How old is Billy Joel? 74. <gasps> whoa! I did a Billy Joel song the other day, and I saw his age. I thought that was a guess. I was going to be like, whoa, you guessed That's that? That's impressive. Well done. Born I was thinking 59. On May 9th of 1949, <laughs> Kyle has 24. Oh, Jesus. Just give it to him. Brandon has 14. 
And Dawn uh, has seven. I, I don't even... Why am I still playing? Do I even have a chance? Well, you have three bonus questions worth ten points uh, still to come. She has two bonus. Does she? You, oh, do we, how many bonus questions do we get? Do we oh. get four or do we just get three? <laughs> yes, I, I yeah. was wondering how you knew how many right, bonus I mean, questions there so were. So far, it sounds like you've had five. I've had three. I thought uh, mine were over. Brandon. Yes. Former President Barack Obama said that his favorite food is, quote, uh, one of those where I have to have it taken away or I'll have guacamole coming out of my eyeballs. <laughs> what was the food? Guacamole? That's your answer? Well, yeah, because he... If it's not taken away. His version of nachos is loaded oh, with guacamole. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was actually a lot of controversy as he said that. I think he did it in a Super Bowl interview. He was like, you put guacamole on your nachos? And half the people said, yeah, duh. Yeah, and the other half course. said, no. All right, Dawn. Uh, for three points. Oh, God. This is this is intermission. This is where people get up to go get their drinks. In Air Force One, uh, Harrison Ford plays the president of the United States. What was his character's name? Get off my plane. Oh, my God. I could see the action scenes. Can you see his name? <laughs> I cannot. But maybe it'll ring a bell. Harrison Ford was president who in Air Force One? Andrew Shepard, James Marshall, or Jim Stanton? Shepard. Yeah, that sounded right. Bonus question. What? Andrew Shepard. Was the name of the president in which 1995 movie considered by most as the best presidential movie ever? Oh. 95? Oh. Oh, my God. Uh, he, he wasn't married. <laughs> he, right? Is it that one? He was sing. Oh, no, you can't answer me. I'm just talking. I think Annette Benning was in it. But is that even considered like a great uh, president movie? Oh, my God. I think we joke back and forth about if it's a drama or a rom-com. Oh, romance. Oh, my God. What is the name of that movie? Oh, my God. I know that movie. If this is the movie. American President. Can you say it without wheezing? American President? Yeah! Finally! I will allow it. It's the American president. That is acceptable. Uh, so James uh, uh, James Marshall was Harrison Ford's president oh. on uh, Air Force One. That doesn't sound familiar. Michael Douglas played Andrew Shepard in The American President, uh, which is why they considered one of the best presidential movies ever. It is not a rom-com, as some claim. It is a <laughs> yes, it is. drama-com. All right, Kyle. Okay. For three points in Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, as we've established, five U.S. presidents are mentioned by name. Hopefully you remember them. Two of them are mentioned multiple times. Name them. Oh. Kennedy and Nixon. Whoa! Nice. Damn. Two most popular ones at the time. Nix Nixon's mentioned because he was vice president under Eisenhower, and then comes the line, Richard Nixon back again when he becomes president. JFK is mentioned as being president, and then when he gets assassinated, JFK is blown away. Oh. Kyle. Has 27 points. Jesus, Kyle! Dawn has 17. Brandon has 14. Uh. Brandon in presidential food. President Biden is often seen stopping off for his favorite snack while walking around a town shaking hands and meeting voters. What is that snack? It's got to be soft. Ice cream. That was easy. Ooh, good job. Bonus question, Brandon. Yes? What is President Biden's favorite flavor of ice cream? Vanilla. Chocolate chip? Yep. Yeah. Chocolate chip. <laughs> what? How'd you know that? Because uh, he said it in one of his campaign yes. gotcha. things. 
All right, Don. Uh, because Kyle is Rain Man. Don in the I'm a good driver. In the 2013 action thriller <laughs> White House Down. Oh, 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 oh! President James Sawyer jumps into action to protect the White House. Which actor played the president? Oh, shoot. I'm thinking of someone else that was in that. White House Down. <laughs> Brandon looks irritated. I'm thinking of the other guy. Oh, I know, Brandon. You would be killing it if you got this category. Oh, my God. I think. Oh, choices. Jamie Foxx, John Travolta, or Kiefer Sutherland? Fox. Kyle, yep. for three points, the rock band Living Color had their biggest hit with a song called Cult of Personality. The song features actual clips of two different U.S. presidents speaking. Name one of them. I don't know. I want choices. FDR, Nixon, or Reagan? FDR. The other one was uh, JFK. Uh, during a rest in the music at 4 minutes, 35 seconds, JFK's inaugural address is heard. Ask not what you're going to do for the conference. And then the song ends with FDR saying, the only thing we have to fear is fear I, I, I just don't know if I should be annoyed by Kyle or respect him. It was one point. Just overall, how you do on these quizzes. Kyle has 28, Dawn 18, Brandon uh, 17. Brandon for three points. Okay. President Trump has identified two fast food chains as his favorites. Name both of them. McDonald's, KFC. McDonald's and Burger King, he has said out loud, are his favorites, which he got a lot of flack for, believe it or not, from the right, because Burger King's a European-based company. Okay. All right, Don. For three points, Thomas J. Whitmore was the name of the fictional president in what blockbuster 1996 movie? Who, what, what, Whitmore? Come on. 1996. You know this one, Kyle? I think so. Oh, I, I really want to say something, but I don't know if it's it. Is it a cuss word? Because that won't help no, you. Oh, no, no. It's a movie. And I, and I think it came out in 1999. Well, that's wrong. We're looking for a 1996 blockbuster. President Whitmore. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm just going to risk not getting any points. And so, oh, now I feel dumb to say it, but I'm going to. Independence Day? That was my guess. Yeah! Ooh, nope. ooh, nice. Ooh, I, no, I, looked, I, look, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they don't mention his name too much. Bonus question, Don. <sighs> no. No. Name the actor that played the president. Oh, oh that guy. Going to need more than that guy. Oh, it's that guy. Brandon, you don't have to, like, <laughs> Harry carry yourself. I know, man. He drives me <laughs> bonkers, that guy. I, I, I see him in so many things. <sighs> what is that name of that guy? I, I, I know that. I know. Oh, the actor no, that played the president in Independence no, Day no. Oh, for 10 points. Yeah. Oh, right there. It's right there. It's right there. I, I can just shove it out. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, oh I am going to scream so loud. Oh, man. Putman. Uh, uh, P. There's a P. I think there's a P. Um. Oh, my God. Can she get a countdown, too? Oh, She's yes. about to. Uh, yeah, God. Uh, that, now, that took away from my countdown because I had to uh, answer him. And you just uh. used it up. So, 10 <laughs> seconds from now. Okay. Um. Oh, my God. P. Pat. Five. Oh, man. Oh, you're going to say it. You're going to say it. Just, yeah. Bill Pullman. That's it. There was a P. I knew there 
<laughs> Kyle. Oh. Woman. Woman was a 2017 song written and recorded to protest Donald Trump in offense of his hoo-hoo-grabbing comment, recorded by what pop star? I don't know. Choices. Kesha, Demi Lovato, or Miley Cyrus? All known Trump haters. <laughs> Kesha, maybe. This was what year again? 2017. 17? God damn it. What the hell was Miley Cyrus doing then? Molly. <laughs> it was 2011. <laughs> uh, damn, I don't know anything about Demi Lovato. Oh, oh, we talked about her. I'm going to say Demi Lovato. <laughs> it was Kesha. Uh, oh, damn it, I wanted to say Kesha too. You did. Mm, I did. Yeah. Kyle has 28. Dawn has 21. Brandon has 17. Final round. Oh, and no, you each have no. a bonus question. Well, okay. I don't think mine were equal. But whatever. You can think it all you want. Don't make it true. It could. No. No, it couldn't. Brandon. <sighs> yes. Which president loved cheeseburgers, barbecue, enchiladas, and cinnamon rolls while in office before later in life going vegan for health reasons? Uh, Bill Clinton? Yeah, good job. Your bonus question for 10 points. <gasps> In 1992, during the campaign, Bill Clinton played the saxophone on a popular late-night talk show. The next day, his ratings jumped 21%, and he went on to win the 1992 presidential election. Who hosted the talk show he played the sax on? Oh, come on. <gasps> really? Oh, it's... Uh, uh, oh, I thought this would be right on your it wasn't. It wasn't Oprah, was it? In 1992, during the, the campaign, Bill Clinton played the saxophone on a popular late-night talk show. The next day, his ratings jumped 21%, and he went on to win. Who hosted the talk show? Well, it was a late-night, so... <sighs> the chin guy, the chin guy. What's his name? Yeah, I drive cars, and I, uh, I, I crash them, and I bust up in flames. Uh, Ten seconds, Brando. Shh. Come on. Five. I, I can't think of this stupid name. It you're, makes you're, you feel better. You weren't thinking of the right one. It was not Jay Leno. It was oh. Arsenio Hall. God. I thought it was Jay Leno, too. Kyle? I don't know who Arsenio Hall is. I thought Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, and I love the Arsenio Hall show. All right, Don. What actor plays the unnamed president in Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, who gets a good laugh when Dr. Evil demands $100 billion? What? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can you start over? What actor plays the unnamed president in Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, who gets a good laugh when Dr. Evil demands $100 billion? Oh, oh my God. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, no. No. I... It, I, I'm not sure my brain's working properly right now. Right now? <laughs> Fair. That that wasn't a president, was it? Oh, no. Um, I might not even heard your question right, but I'm not going to have you repeat it again. So I'm just going to say Robert Wagner because I just literally do not know. <laughs> I, I know. It's a bald guy, right? No, that's no, Dr. Evil. That is Dr. Evil. Yeah, Tim Robbins was the president Oh, uh, who uh, laughed at $100 billion. Bonus question. I don't think I would have got it. Which well-known actress was Tim Robbins married to for over two decades before divorcing in 2021? 
Oh, Jesus. I, oh, my God. You know it or don't for oh, 10 oh, points. I, do, I know that name. Susan Sarandon. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Oh, but not so nice on the other one. What were the? I'm just curious what the choices were with Tim Robbins. It was uh, Tim Robbins, Timothy Oliphant, or Christian Slater. Yep, I would have said Tim Robbins. God damn. Oh, I want to. Oh. All right, Kyle. All right. The Johnny Cash version of the top 20 song, Mr. Garfield. Is about the assassination of U.S. President James A. Garfield. Which number president was Garfield? I have choices, please. The 19th, the 20th, or the 21st president? 21st. J- James Garfield. Oh, was it ding? It was the buzzer. Okay. Uh, the 21st president was Chester A. Arthur. Rutherford B. Hayes was the 19th, and Garfield was 20th. Your final bonus question. Okay. If you get it, you win. Oh, God. If you don't, Dawn wins. Uh, Shoot. Uh-oh. How'd uh, Dawn get ahead? I, I don't know. 31 points, that 10-point bonus question. I really oh, don't crap. know, Kyle. How many total U.S. presidents have been assassinated? Oh, God. One, two, three. Shoot, I only know three off the top of my head, so let's go with three. Lincoln, Garfield in 1881, McKinley in 1901. I don't know that. And JFK in 1963. Dawn gets, Kyle finishes with 28, Brandon 20, Dawn 31 points. Good job, Dawn. I know. I thought Dawn would win when she got TV and movies. I was very worried about her for a while, but well, she uh, pulled it out. To be. We're going to play the pressure cooker right now. Uh, you're going to win a one-month membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. You're qualified to win one of ten pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one pair of upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. Pressure Cooker's our daily trivia game. We play it every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. Uh, we sure don't, but I'm a winner. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't, but I did. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're Caller 18 right now. You can do it. So did I. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure. Cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. We got this email, RAD at radradio.com from Mario. Hey, Mario. Hey, you, a Mario. <laughs> we just did the President's Day quiz in the categories of presidential food, presidential music, and TV and movie presidents. Dawn was our winner. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Mario says, Dawn, I was rooting for you the whole way, although I thought you gave up at the beginning, but you did Uh, pull it off. I gave up at the beginning, in the middle, and almost at the end. (laughs) The uh, Circles guys are in the house. Circles with an S, the Positivity app. They will update us after we play the Pressure Cooker. got a free membership for one month to uh, members.radradio.com and Rad TV. Plus, you're qualified for the grand prize drawing to win one of ten pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one winner snagging up front tickets to the show on February 27th. Caller 18. Hello, is it Tonaya? Tanea. Tanea. I like it. Tanea. 
Nay, I'll screw that up, and I apologize. Nay, like a horse. Nay. Here's how this works. Not that you're a horse. Tanea. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true, false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right, and then four more to win. Pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing you say. So if you say Tanea and then you say Tanaya, I have to take Tanea as your answer. Do you have any questions? Oh, hopefully I get this. Oh, you can do it. True or false? (laughs) So far, no United States president has been born in either California or Nevada. True. Monday is President's Day. It honors which two former presidents? Pass. Which MLB team won the World Series last year? King. In which state were the highest number of U.S. presidents born? Pass. Which company is the official uniform supplier of Major League Baseball? Pass. Only one U.S. president was born outside the 48 contiguous United States. Name him. Uh, pass. Oh my God. Oh. The pressure. Yeah. She had no chance. But she I doubted mean, herself in the beginning. She, and it's quicker to say pass than to maybe think of something. Maybe no, it was I a strategy. Get it. It's, it's also Stop. much more likely you're not going to win if you say pass on I, four I out of the six questions that you get. I know. It, it's a toss up. Uh, sh- true or false? Uh, so far, no United States president has been born in either California or Nevada. She said that was true. <laughs> Uh, California has had President Nixon. He was born in California. 21 states have produced the 46 presidents. Monday is President's Day. It honors which two former presidents. She just decided to pass rather than name any presidents. Uh, Lincoln and Washington. It's Washington's birthday. We also honor Lincoln because we used to have a day for each of them, but then we consolidated it. Which Major League Baseball team won the World Series last year? Did I hear her say the Kings? Yes. Yes. Wow. The Astros. Not sure what city they're based in. No, that's quite wrong. It was the (laughs) Texas Rangers. That's right. It was the Texas team. And then it's all passes. Oh, man. In which state were the highest number of U.S. presidents born? Uh, Iowa. New Hampshire. Virginia. Oh, it's in the area. You go back to the beginning. They were all in that area, part of the country. Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Harrison, Tyler, Taylor, Wilson were all born in Virginia. That's eight. Ohio's seventh. And New York is uh, uh, five. She passed on which company is the official uniform supplier of Major League Baseball? Uh, Mitchell and Ness, Adidas, Nike. Nike, Nike there we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> by the way, Steve Mickelson and I will talk a little bit about this on the Mixed Pick Sports Show at 10 a.m. Just because Steve hates the uniforms that Major League Baseball has put out. Oh. And the players hate them as well. They're Uh-oh. bitching about it. Uh, and then at the buzzer, we asked only one president was born outside the 48 contiguous United States. Name him. And she passed once again. Obama. Obama. Yes. Allegedly born in Hawaii. In the end, <laughs> she got the Hall of Shame award of zero rights. No. Not one correct answer oh, from okay. Tanea. It's all right. You have a beautiful name. Yes, a beautiful name, and you're a loser, so I guess you're all right. Uh, We will give you another chance to win when we play Master Uh, of Movies at 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year, so good lord, we're all doomed. 
Let's just get back to Rad Radio. We got this email, rad at radradio.com. It is from Pedro. Hey, Pedro. As promised. The Circles guys, Circles with an S, the social media positivity app are in the studio. John and Danny with an update. We can start right away uh, with Pedro because I wanted to to right away get into engagement, how people are using the app, etc. Pedro says, I'm on a 20-day streak on Circles. Has anyone (laughs) ever reached the 365-day streak? Not yet, but Tori's at probably 170 something. <laughs> and this is days in a row of utilizing and using the app. That's right. Um, and so we, the, the engagement, the activity, I'm constantly getting check-ins and messages from people that are following me. Because the whole point around Circles with an S is that you download the app for free. It's easy. It's in the app store. And then you follow people that you know or you trust. We had a listener who was following me because she trusts me, I guess. She saw that I had added uh, a florist shop a couple weeks ago. But and the only reason she saw it is because she follows Christina as well. Christina had posted pictures on her birthday of these flowers that I sent, which were beautiful. She goes, oh, my God, where's it? So she goes to my circles thing, and she sees that I have two floral shops because we, we work with uh, the um, uh, Forever Yours. Jeez, I want to yeah. say Heavenly Yours. Yeah, well, they are in, uh, Heavenly. Yeah, they are up in the <laughs> Auburn Grass Valley area. But where my wife works, while they would have done it for me, it was a little, it's a little far. I didn't want to bother them, et cetera. Uh, so I use circles. I went to my to be people to follow me, and a bunch of them they recommended this place in the right area. I read some of the trusted tips. I used it. Beautiful stuff. And so she was asking, which one of those floral shops did you send Christina's flowers to? And it was this whole symbiotic circles thing. That's exactly how circles exactly. awesome. should should work. Value. So what kind of uh, what kind of engagement, usage, feedback, activity are we seeing on the app? Well, you're right. It is off the hook. There's a ton of activity, and I do have some numbers for you today. We've had 3,300 invites sent, 4,600 unique check-ins. We acquired 10,500 unique users over the last few months. We have 16,000 high-quality recommendations. 120,000 app opens and 996,000 events triggered. We're going to hit a million Jeez. today. Though. Now, is, is it, first of all, numbers are hard on the radio, and without perspective, people kind of go, so are those good numbers? As, as, John, they, you, over the last four months, when we've, oh, sorry, I'm on the board of directors of Circles, full disclosure. When we've had our meetings, you've gone from being rightfully like stressed and, and worried and exhausted to like, this is better than I ever hoped. Oh. Are these numbers in line with? as you hope or better oh yeah this is fantastic we are blown away numbers from two years ago when the app didn't do a good job of connecting people and it was kind of hard to find friends kind of hard to add favorites so yeah these these numbers are fantastic considering we're still kind of in stealth mode i mean besides our appearances here we're, we're pretty quiet about what we're doing just because there's still bugs to work out as you know android users are, are mm-hmm. telling us and it's not all android users it's uh but it's, there's a, a cohort and we're sorting them out um but uh there's also this whole chat thing i'm sure we're going to get into that so on this activity thing, too, we do like to encourage people, especially those of you that had invested, because uh, a lot of us have invested. You can invest. You just go to radradio.com. Right there is the Circles uh, logo. You click it. You go to the WeFunder page, and you still have plenty of time to uh, to get in and invest. For those that have invested, we like to remind them, one of the ways you can boost the power of your investment is by engaging and inviting and sharing. Use the app, in other words. That's Absolutely. right. You can have a direct effect on the success of this product. So um, we also want to encourage people to follow Circles on Insta. I mean, there's always, okay, that's, but why? Is there a why we're making a big deal out of this on your appearance today? Well, that content is helpful. Anytime you share something on Instagram, it reminds people we exist. And so it just drives more traffic to the app and more engagement. And uh, 
better analytics. What were these? Uh, you were telling me yesterday when we were talking on the phone, these videos that people are posting on Insta that drives them back to circles or whatever. What, what is that about? Yeah, we're doing a lot of collaborations with small businesses right now where we go into their business and we record some video and then they connect it to our Instagram and it kind of links up and, and creates that circle, brings it all together. So there's, um, there's this one app that I use to, it's like, it gives you a reading plan, right? And then, and when you skip, it'll tell you you're two days behind. You're three days behind. And of like reading a book? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. reading the chapters or this or that, right? Because it's trying to keep you Oh, it you shames on. you. Okay. It shames you. So this is what I love about when they, when I go to the circles, I'm like, yes, I'm on a two-day streak. Like, there's no shaming. Right. And I'm like, yeah, so I'll go there for that excitement. So we I'm don't. Like, this is better. We don't have a thing at some point where when you log into circles after a, a sabbatical, it says, you, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, no, not yet. But, you know, full disclosure, Danny and I keep losing our streak because we're, we're in the production version of the app, but then we go back to the test. <laughs> version and i just lost mine again i think we had like a two-month streak going and uh, i i gotta be in the test version a lot so obviously yeah, I, I keep getting notifications that's uh, various guys over at circles that are in my circle of trust suddenly you've you've just joined circles or you've rejoined I'm right, like, what are right. They and i know you're doing <laughs> yeah all the downloading it constantly yeah I, 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 I saw how many times we've done that last night <laughs> when i was looking at these numbers it's like seven hundred and fifty thousand times between our team going through onboarding. Damn. Um, speaking oh of investing, gosh, where hard. are we? So I, I just double checked. Uh, it looks like WeFunder right now we're at one million three hundred twenty thousand dollars raised. Is that good for this campaign? Yeah, Very I mean good. that was only what two weeks. That's a, that's fantastic. So a lot of people are still asking though, how long does it stay open? Well, is it is this forever? We have until I mean, again remind you from earlier, no investments guaranteed. Um, the earlier you get in, the farther your money will go if what we all hope happens will happen. But a lot of people are like, yeah, but I, I gotta ta- I'm going to get a tax refund. So when I get that, it, will it still be available to me to invest? Yeah, we anticipate having this round open in perpetuity, but we are in the middle of a financial audit right now. We do one every year. It's a requirement uh, by the SEC. If it's not finished in time and it's kind of up to the auditor how fast he wants to move, then there is a possibility we'll close this round down around April 29th, and then we make plans to open another one. So okay. And if we do open another one, chances are good that it's going to be a higher valuation because we're going to have that chat rolled out. And that chat alone is like an app all by itself that should be worth a, a lot of money to us and to our investors. So there could basically be a break in the action. We, we won't know. It's not in our hands. It's totally in the hands of the auditors. Boring financial stuff. Exactly. That has to be done with anyone. You're right. Yes. yes. For, for Everybody has to, to do that. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and if the auditor, whatever, drags their feet, has, has problems, you know, uh, it, we might have to shut down and then there might be this period in, in late spring where there is no, and then it comes back. But as you were referring to, John, the valuation, which read the WeFunder page, right, uh, it means that your money is not going as far as say my money because I got in super early and then early again. But your money's still gonna go really far if <laughs> right. if what happens happens. Exactly. We'll all be we'll all be arguing over the zeros. Right. But this, this this doesn't affect all of us using nope. the app though. Not no 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 Separate. no the app the app the app will be running and yeah. and okay. up to speed and getting better and more perfect every time. And and this kind of takes us back to the last time you were here, guys. We were talking about well, wait a minute. At one point you say you don't need the money, but then we need the money for marketing. Why are you raising money if we got money? So we talked about. Raising more money helps us with the marketing, helps us with getting the brand out there. And as an investor, I want that. I want more people to be using the app. We right. want to raise the value of the of the app. There's also, though, you alluded to, John, the Android thing. Mm-hmm. And you are obsessed with making this thing perfect. Like this, the, the whole, right, the, the, the United States is supposed to be the constant pursuit of perfection. We're not anymore. <laughs> so oh, instead, uh, you're kind of embracing this circles app thing. And this Android thing, uh-huh. you, you, I know you're going insane because we keep telling people, yeah. <laughs> we think we got it. I yeah. told the story on the air. Well, we'll f- fix a problem yep. and then 
uh, it's solved for the, the that section of Android phones. And then they're like, okay, great. This is working fine. But now this other type of Android device is having this new problem that was never there before. So we, we went out, we had Ian go buy like 15 Androids. We spent thousands of dollars. We have you know, the, the brand new S24, the S23 Ultra, S22 Plus, like all these different Samsung Galaxy Pixels, all of them to uh, test on. And we're doing this constantly and it's crazy because we're going through the onboarding and it's like smooth as silk for a bunch of the phones. But then this, this one is like, going super slow and you have to keep restarting it. So long story short, we hired engineers with this money we've raised. We, uh, we partnered with a software engineering firm in Europe. That's like best of breed, really, really great reputation. We hired three of their engineers. They started already. Their full, their, their whole scope right now is onboarding and Android. And without getting too technical or specific, this isn't just like, this is like a very unique team of engineers that we hired that have like attacked this, yes. this process. They, they actually helped build React Native, which is the framework we use, uh, which they helped Facebook build it. And these Android bugs, I know, John, one of the things you told me was you don't want to roll it out and not have it be fixed. And this is kind of, we say on the show all the time, we do things right, not right now. And you keep finding things where, well, we could, we could update it. But it's not. It, there's still going to be glitches. Yeah. And and this isn't a bash Android users thing. This is how the code's written yeah, and all yeah. this behind the scenes crap, right? Yeah. Android is just notoriously tough to code on, and especially with React Native, as Danny mentioned, it was invented by Facebook to be cross-platform, to be used on iPhones and Android. However, in reality. You code it once, and it doesn't always work on Android. <laughs> We're talking to John and Daddy from Circles with an S social media positivity app. You can download it for free right now in the App Store. Hello there, Wendy. Hi. Um, I have a quick question for the Circles guys. Um, so I try to add my husband in my contacts as a friend, and he said when he clicked on the link that it, there was a $20 a month subscription fee. Was that true, or was he just? No, that's not true. There's no $20 subscription okay. fee. No. All right. All right. Um, do you have yeah, an Android? Was... <laughs> so, no. Okay. Yeah, do you know? Apple. Do you know what she's seeing? Um, I've never heard that one actually. I, the only thing okay. I can think of is, in the older version, we had a placeholder for if a business was to subscribe, it was going to be twenty dollars a month for businesses. But that must be an old version because we've updated that months ago. Now it's like a six month plan or a one year plan. And we don't do monthly anymore. Should we should we do the old delete the app reinstall thing here yeah. for Wendy? Yeah, just to be safe, just delete it, reinstall. Oh, that from... makes a lot of sense because if it's a link coming in, probably didn't go into the app store and Yeah, it may have just, just opened the old version of it. Okay. So yeah, delete it and reinstall it. You'll be in the new version. Phone number is 888-989-9811. You can email RAD at radradio.com. Here's another one from Sarah. Hi, Sarah. She says, I have reached level two, and it says congratulations, and then it shows how to add someone. Then it takes me to my contacts. I tried adding my sister, and then it shows a dog, and then a black screen, and then nothing happens. I can't go back to the home screen. I've lost my streak. It's just a continuous loop. I do own a dinosaur phone, so that may be the problem. It's an Android S8 Plus. Any help would be appreciated. Oh, oh Android. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we are aware of that exact bug. Um, in fact, I had one of our guys working on it overnight. He's overseas. Um, I should get an update from him today when we get off this call if he had it fixed. I was hoping he would have it fixed before we showed up this morning, but we are aware it's getting worked on. Uh, since, uh, since we all mentioned the businesses there, I want to jump to the street team. First of all, every time you mention the street team, where people are going out and they're getting business connected, a lot of business want to know how do we get involved in this whole we get emails. Can I be on the street team? I want to be on the street team, Aww. which we love. And a lot of maggots are part of the street team. But right now, we're we're at capacity. Is we're that at right? capacity right now. We're getting messages on Instagram like every 
20 minutes to 20 to 30 minutes. Doesn't mean we won't need you in the That's future. Nice, though. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, it's great. Now, this kind of takes us to the story that, that I heard from, from you guys, which is when, when the street team's going out, it is endlessly positive. And, yes. and and the level of awareness is great. And we just had a couple of great days with the street team. Yeah, yeah, no, it's incredible. We hired um, a couple of kids from Sac State when we did our experiment there. Uh, they're part of that Greek system and the fraternities. So they're really connected to Sac State, but they're also really uh, positive about being a local positive influence. They're going around downtown, midtown area, and at least 50% of the people they talked to the last couple of days have said, circles, I know circles. Oh, uh, wow. I love rad. I'm a, I'm a maggot. Like, yeah, put oh. your sticker up. Had 37 stickers put up in one day, day before yesterday, and then just went out for a couple hours yesterday and had like 10 or 15 put up. On uh, Rad TV, we were, uh, we're scrolling endless businesses, and these are just from the last couple days. Uh, that was just from yesterday. This is, these are all just yesterday. Yeah. Big, big old circle stickers uh, with the heart and favors us on stickers in their in their windows mm-hmm. uh, all through uh, uh, Sacramento. It's going to get spread that propaganda all over the place. So <laughs> circle, circle, circle. And everywhere. the stickers are cute because, you know, that's important. Yeah, yeah. They're, it is. They're vibrant. <laughs> yeah. It helps that we've doubled the size of the team, too. We've, we're, we now have 24 full-time or part-time members of the team not including influencers there's wow. 50 to 100 influencers we're talking to Holy right now moly. and when i say influencer i also mean micro influencer people with one to two thousand followers who want to post our content and some big ones and what about um uh, from the other side of this the, the street team going out putting stickers up in businesses what about somebody who owns a business right now and they're going i want i'm from the business side i want more information about this how do we do this we should have them email us at uh what do you at info info at circles.com yeah so yeah yeah Definitely. Uh, back to a couple of emails here, rad at radradio.com. This one's from Shannon. Hey, Shannon. says, uh, this is on the investing side, so if you go to radradio.com, you hit the Circles uh, logo, you'll go right to WeFunder. We get this every time you boys are on. says, to complete my investment, I need to add my social security number. I just want to confirm that's correct before I give a prince from Nigeria a social security <laughs> number. That is correct. Just make sure you're on WeFunder's site. And this is, a, we should take, a, you know, 30 seconds. Right. And if you go from Rad Radio, you're going to the WeFunder oh, site. Man. And this is all highly regulated, very secure, as we explained in depth last time. The government wants their share if this thing happens to do what it does. And so, yes, they need social security numbers and things like that. That's legit. That's not a, an a, 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 un unusual thing jesus finish the sentence Rob. all right john i know you want to talk about this messaging thing and you also threw a curveball to me yesterday about it and i think we have video of what the messages thing looks like and dawn's been excited about this since forever and i know you're close oh, so yeah let's talk about it we are thrilled to get this out we were hoping you know we we're hoping we we're gonna have it done two weeks ago we we're hoping we we're gonna have it done today and it's like done ish we we've been testing with it on our devices and we had this debate the last uh, 48 hours so should we just push it out and kind of let the chips fall where they may. But no, there's just too many moving parts. We don't want to mess it up because yes, it is working as far as like creating a group and sending group chat messages, but there's more to it. There's actually elements where you can invite people. Let's say you invite a group of six. Three of them can be Circles users. Three of them can be non-Circles users. Ooh. They'll get mm-hmm. text message. I knew, I, that's, that was the reaction I had yeah. when they told it's me It's super that. cool. Yeah, I they'll like still it. see the conversation so they can participate, but they won't get like all the imagery and stuff. So like there's a lot of enticement to download the app. So yeah, really, they're, they're going to want to. Exactly. So well, we want to make sure all that is working perfectly. Uh, so it's really close. So the really close thing, Android fix and the messaging thing, how close is really close? Because we've been really close for a few weeks. Well, a lot of the Android fixes are in and we have done a lot of updates i think we've done at least two or three updates since the last time we were here so there are later versions of the app in the app store for um, iphone and for google play store so there are updates 
it, again, some of them fixed known problems and then created some random new one that you never saw before. <laughs> of course. But, um, but we're, we're doing those. So there, those are coming constantly. Like every couple days we're pushing updates and then with the, and that did slow us down, of course. So we had to take our eye off chat because that's, that's super important to get the bugs fixed, but, um, we're back on chat. And so, like I said, we're, we're right there where messaging is totally working as expected. Topics are being created when you share something into the chat it cre automatically creates the topic and the and the pictures and all the info um so it's it's right there as far oh, as I love the this. function now we just got to polish it make sure there's no like weird hiccups and the, the 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 dream team that we've added to work on the android bugs have helped to open up people to go back to the the messaging thing exactly uh phone number is 888-989-9811 we're talking with the uh, circles guys with an s social media positivity app available in the app store download it for free no name guy says i travel all over the country and i mention circles to people i see i even mention it to small business owners who love the concept I advertise it as a personal profile where you recommend all things you like and share it to the people that follow you. Close enough. Right. Yeah. Next time I'm in the Sacramento area, could it be possible to pick up some circle stickers or anything that could be used to spread circles awareness one small business at a time? Absolutely. Reach out to us on at uh, info at circles.com. Let us know you're coming. Yeah. Or, I mean, I bet you would even be willing to maybe send him some, depending on where he as is. As long as we know you're going to put the sticker up, we'll, yeah. we'll mail you one. Because this, again, <laughs> yeah. back to investors. Uh, if he's an investor, didn't want his name used, so can't confirm it, this is a great way to grow the app. Absolutely. He's literally, he's, he's investing in his own investment. Um, Aaron says, I got a question for the Circles guys. <laughs> Why do you hate the back button? Android user, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We, uh, we, we are aware. We, uh, we have our team working on it. Uh, I, let, let me tell you. Oh, it, you're going to love it because, yeah, I love the back button. I don't have any trouble with it because I have an iPhone. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. So the thing about Android is it has its own back button on the hardware. Oh. So, like, it kind of conflicts with the software version of our back button. React Native was supposed to be cross-platform. That was the goal, but it never really was. Facebook's kind of, you know, yeah. they're Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is from No Name 2. It says, uh, I have sent multiple people info on the app. They've signed up for it, but it doesn't show that I've recommended anyone to level up. Is there any way to level up if people don't use the link to sign up? Yeah, that dynamic link is actually part of all these Android problems, so we're working on that one. Right yeah. So you alluded to uh, influencers, they're micro-influencers, macro. I mean, we kind of we kind of name-dropped the possibility of Shaq last time you guys were here. Um, but from my understanding, we have influencers who are coming to us. We do. Saying that we want to be part of this. Yeah. So what, how, where, how's that developing? Where are we at with all that? Just sent a proposal out, um, received back some news from actually a really big one from a Netflix show. And we're getting ready to start negotiating price. Whoa! And and uh, they've asked last time. So what about Dale? Dale was already Dale's on the still show. very involved. They're yeah. very involved. And we're trying oh, to get yeah. him back on, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Bring him on the show. <laughs> and and we've been talking to about how, as we're expanding the circles' reach of putting together some. I don't know what we want to call them at this point, John. It's kind of like circles content shows, uh, whether they're radio shows, TV shows, not just in our area, but throughout the country sort of thing, uh, with me acting as like the host, the spokesperson with you guys and other members of the Circles team and influencers and, 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 and pretty girls and all sorts yeah. of things. It's a great I mean, way to spread the word, spread the brand, and um, so many possibilities. We can kind of leave it at the tease for yeah. that. Well, for now. I, you know, I think, too, if, if, if any maggots or investors have suggestions, I mean, if, if, if we get 199 of them are stupid, yeah, yeah. but one of them is brilliant, Actually, email, email us. Yeah, um, Tyler had a really good idea yesterday. He told Tori, um, for, it was called like uh, running in circles, and it, it was a great idea. I'm like, Dude, that's a good idea. I was half asleep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love it. So we'll, we'll definitely catch up on 
Uh, All these possibilities. That's when you know it's a good idea if you were half asleep and then it's still good when you're not half asleep. Yeah. Uh, One of our 85 Heidi's wrote in and said, what about a car window decal in the future? I would stick a giant circles decal in my SUV's back window. We can get one of the favorite us on circle stickers for that. Yeah. 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 Um, Angelica says, I actually have an iPhone, but when I try to add a friend with multiple numbers, it shows all the numbers. But when I try to click on the right one, it doesn't actually let me tap on it and shows the endless circle on the invite button I've reinstalled. It's still a problem. Yeah, it's part of that whole dynamic linking thing we're working on every day so that'll be fixed for iphone and everybody else but i, w- I would like more info if they could um e- email us yeah. like to get uh more details i'll uh, i'll uh, angelic i'll hand uh, Danny that that should work email. that should be working uh let's see uh no name on uh, this one red at radradio.com i have a question for the circles gurus why can't i see what my friends and others have recommended for example if i go to my brother's profile it doesn't really tell me the things he's favored like films or restaurants Oh, well, you just got to scroll down the page. Yeah, that sounds like operator error. In their activity feed, there's definitely all the history. Um, The favorites button is still like kind of janky. If you were to look at straight favorites from a user's profile, we know that one is under construction. In fact, I did a big WeFunder update just a couple weeks ago, and I said, here's our known issues. This is what we're working on right now. That favorites button was one of them. And then I talked about all the other stuff that's in the works. So um, check that out if you haven't updated. Am I thinking of this wrong? Like, isn't at the very top, though, where you could choose um, your list or the person's list? And yeah, on the map, one, yes. On, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That, like, that works. That's where you could yeah. get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the map. And I'm glad you brought up WeFunder again because we want to remind people that have invested or do invest, which you can go to radradio.com and click right on the Circus logo. takes you to the WeFunder page. R- please check in and read John's updates because so many questions, and I'm, I'm not saying this out of frustration, but I can't guarantee you're going to hear me read your email, answer your question. John sends out updates on his own and, and is constantly letting you know where we're at with all of these things. And all of that deep dive fuzzy financial stuff is in there too those questions about well how, how does my money work how does this go we had a big thing a couple weeks ago danny that basically turned out to be a nothing burger but a lot of investors got a note that we were moving money like out of equity into something else and and i explained it on the air but the, the short answer was do nothing it basically right do nothing yeah. that, that's what it was it was it scared a lot of people yeah we we're just pulling the funds out of escrow um let's see this is from brianna says okay it's still treating me like a new user. It's walking me through all the steps. It won't let me use the app until I go through all the tutorials again. Every time I open it back up, it wants me to invite people to use it. Should I delete the app and reinstall yet again? If you are on Android, probably. And we should have another update by Monday, Tuesday at the latest, hopefully. And um, I think I know what she's talking about. It is dropping pe- some Android users, only some, but it is sometimes dropping them back into the beginning of onboarding. Next time, choose if when you get to the path of choose rewards or choose recommendations choose recommendations and that should solve that should get you right in email red at radradio.com from les hi liz says can we purchase any circles merch like a t-shirt you can we have a reward store inside the app click the little piggy bank and just go through the store look at what you want and also it's online you can go to circles.com and there's a link to the store there uh from trevor what about getting a packet of stickers with an investment? I'll gladly slap them around uh, for at some favorite skating and skiing spots. Yeah, reach out to us, info at circles.com. We'll have Chantel reach out. Phone number is 888-989-9811. See, we're, a lot of people are writing in. Uh, here's another one from uh, B. How do I get the stickers for Circles? See, now people are like, hey, I want to take these things out there. Will we just give them to anybody that wants to spread them around? I mean, if it's a small business owner, for sure. It, it, the rest of uh, the you know just general they cost a couple dollars each so you know you imagine if we sent a thousand out starts adding up yeah so they just sat on someone's dresser uh christina (laughs) says this is probably a silly question but can you remind us how to do cares i really want to level up a care is actually when you favorite something 
and then one of your followers favorites that same thing. It's a way of saying it's a high quality recommendation. We don't want people favoriting Taco Bell, Target, you know. Yeah, so you can share and that's great. You can get lots of shares, but it only really counts if you get the care because that's like that validation that they favorited it or they checked in. Which is great. Like when a new show comes out and, and right away people start watching it and they go, oh, man, yeah. this is this is great kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and it's like you, you, you just have to share something that people care about. There you go. Well, that is true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if yeah, you might be a very Nietzsche person. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. There are some things that I like where I'm like, oh, yeah, nobody's one other it. person. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to care. But then you, I like it. But then you get that one care. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, so we, so again, lots in the works, uh, lots being worked on. The app is amazing as it is, uh, and we're working to to get better every time. You can go to radradio.com, go to the Circles logo, click it. That's how you can invest. All the information is there from uh, WeFunder as well. We're working on getting some influencers on the show soon, um, some other members of the team soon. We're working on these shows that we're going to put together. We'll let you know when, where, and how they're going to air we will tell you the minute this Android fix thing is ready, the minute the Messenger thing is ready. And when the, all that stuff is done, it's just a matter of downloading an update, correct? Yeah. All right. Anything we missed? I don't think so. All right. So the Circles guys will be back soon, I promise. We'll get a date locked in so that we keep updating you or, and or we'll have dates and appearances where you can go watch a show, listen to a show, do things like that. Uh, you can go to radradio.com to invest in Circles via WeFunder. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. Got this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Erica. Hey, Erica. Uh, She wrote in as the uh, Circles with an S guys were leaving. They gave us an update on the social media positivity app in a variety of ways, usage, activity, new things coming. Uh, and also still the ability to invest. You go to radradio.com, and you just uh, click on the Circles logo. It takes you to WeFunder, and you can invest. You can reinvest. You can invest more. Uh, and uh, all of that is what got Erica to write in. It's, Hello, Rob, a.k.a. Almighty Word Master. You keep saying, if Circles turns out to be everything we believe it will be, and I keep yelling back, when? Are you saying if because of legal matters? I invested a few weeks ago, and I'm already looking forward to the Maggot Army Millionaires Meetup Celebration. Have a fabulous day. Yeah, Eric, I mean, it's obviously I personally believe it's a win situation, or I wouldn't have a ton of my own personal money involved in this. But, yes, we, you have to be careful. If you, if you say when Circles turns out to be everything we believe it's going to be, you're implying an, a legitimate return on your investment. You're, you're basically saying – there's, you can't lose. That's a dangerous place to be. We don't want to be there for the show. Circles doesn't want to be there. You start to get close with SEC and FEC situations. If you're over, over, and over again implying that this is good as gold because things happen. The, the, this, I think this is a brilliant idea. That's why I'm invested in it. I think it's a great team. That's why I'm invested in it. That's why I'm part of it. But that doesn't guarantee that I'm going to make the kind of money that I think I'm going to. That's just how it works in the business and investing world. But yeah, right? Isn't that investing? It's either you're inve- you're investing in the hope that it's going to work out. There's never you there's know? never a guarantee. Anybody that tells you otherwise is lying to you. So you mentioned that the FEC and the SEC might get involved, but what about the OPP? OPP. Just from the maggots, 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 just
you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you obviously are. If you have jokes, you email us, rad at radio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Ten-year-old Lily. Oh, yay, Lily. Says, what do you call a boomerang that won't come back? What? A stick. <laughs> what did one toilet say to the other? What? You look a bit flush. I'm full. <laughs> Big D oh, says, I hope everyone has a nice, relaxing weekend and enjoys today's dad jokes. Starts off with, I thought I saw a crocodile the other day. Thankfully, it was just an alligator. They only eat cheese. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> How did the little dog feel when he saw a monster? What? He How? was... <laughs> <laughs> From the top. Syndrome. How did the little dog feel when he saw a monster? How? He was terrierfied. <laughs> Not worth it. Oh, man. Hey, I didn't screw it up. It was cute. The pet store had a special offer this week. Buy one cat, get one flea. It's <laughs> mm. unfortunate. Uh, Rodney has his alternate dad jokes. My wife threatened to leave me if I keep using Star Wars puns. Divorce is strong with this one. <laughs> I don't do Star Wars. I can't do Star Wars. I don't even want to make sense oh, of no, that. Wait, should it say, I Star Wars don't? <laughs> Every oh. morning I get hit by the same bike. Vicious cycle. <laughs> Did you hear about the ATM that was addicted to money? It was having withdrawals. <laughs> me over here man i don't write them i just read them pal they're good no they're not well, who are you kyle i mean you do have a shirt <laughs> <laughs> or an army whatever it's called both i'm you. i'm so frustrated i'm not even gonna try to promote this stuff <laughs> do it yourselves or radio.com superstore stupid woo, store woo. Superstore. Wendy has these submissions. Hey, Wendy. My friend keeps saying, every time I go to Taco Bell, I get diarrhea. And I keep saying, order tacos instead. Oh, God. <laughs> what do a man with diarrhea and an electric car owner have in common? What? They both hope they make it home. <laughs> she dedicated that one to Jeff the Jerk from yesterday. Nice. I wanted to lose 15 pounds this year, and I've only got 23 to go. <laughs> These are from Craig. <laughs> My teeth were stained, so the dentist asked me, do you smoke or drink coffee? I said, well, I drink it. <laughs> Why was the nervous man in the camping store? What? No, that is not written right, Craig. Let me start that over. Why was the man nervous while in the camping supply store? Why? He was feeling tense. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice pull. Ah, I'm a tensophile. <laughs> zipper is so loose. Uh, these are from Sean. <laughs> Sean. So the other day we had, uh, what do you call a, a, a plain spud reporting a sporting event? It was a commentator. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Okay. What do you call a toddler reporting on sporting news? What? A commentator tot. <laughs> right. Nice callback. <laughs> I sat next to a baby on a flight to Europe. I had no idea it was possible to cry for 10 hours straight. Even the baby was impressed that I pulled it off. <laughs> oh, man. And these are from Toby. Hey, Toby. A blonde woman was on the very top diving board of a swimming pool. She was about to dive in when the attendant came running up and shouting, Don't dive! There's no water in the pool! Ah. And the blonde said, That's all right. I can't swim. 
Oh. Jeez. Daffy Duck is staying at the Hilton with Daisy Duck, calls down to the desk and says, can you send up a condom? Why, yes, sir. Should we put it on your bill? And Daffy says, what are you, stupid? I'd suffocate. Oh, my God. That's a nice twist. Uh, I've always wondered if I was a sexual disappointment to my wife, and a tiny part of me says yes. His brain. His wallet. The amount of love he gives. You got jokes, email us, R-A-D at radradio.com. Let's play Master of Movies right now. We got a one-month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. If you're already a member, we extend it by a month for free. And you're qualified for the grand prize drawings to win one of ten pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento. One of you will snag up front tickets to the show on February 27th. We'll give you a movie clip. You just have to tell us the title of the movie it's from. Call our 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> short. <laughs> Droplets everywhere and no winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show? For people with a traditional schedule, uh, Monday is a holiday. Uh, at least it's a holiday for everybody. Most people get it off. It's President's Day. And then on Tuesday, we will start the Cash Cow uh, Contest, where every day, $2,024 will be given away to one lucky listener. You have to listen for the sound of the Cash Cow. That's a moo. And a toilet flush. <laughs> See, because the cash cow is delivering that day's prize. And then he flushes it down the stream to one of you. And you have to be caller 18. When you hear the cash cow, you'll be one of the few that will be qualified for each day's grand prize drawings. Over $50,000 that will be given away. The catch is that you will only hear the cash cow play if you're listening on Rock 104.5 in Reno or 104.7 FM, 890 AM in Sacramento. If you listen on our app, if you watch us on Rad TV, if you watch us through the members stream, you won't hear the cash cow. It's a very a tricky little thing we can do with technology uh, to uh, force you to listen via the radio because we're partnered exclusively with Lotus Communications. And they're like, hey, give us our flowers, huh? You know, listen on our thing. That's how the owner talks. Uh, Don and I have had dinner with yeah, him. Uh, yeah, spot on. Uh, so the uh, the cash wait, cow wait. begins. <laughs> We're actually a really nice Jewish family. Yeah. The, uh, the cash cow game begins on Tuesday morning. Rules are posted at radradio.com. Oh, my God. Oh, my Whoa. God. Oh, my God. What's happening? Oh, my God. Oof. I think my thumb is getting fatter. Oh this has been happening too much this week. Usually, it's just one button. My that... thumb literally hits six buttons at once. But that was literally my brain Damn. in high school. Wow. Oh, and you, no wonder you did so, drugs. Yes. You buttons or dudes? Oh, my God. Master of Movies now. Movie Master. Master of Movies. I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Just take the film and you'll reach supreme. You're a movie master. Movie master. 
got a one-month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com, and you're qualified to win one of ten pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one winner having upfront uh, up tickets to the show on February 27th. Michelle, your caller 18. Good morning. Good morning. morning. You will guess first if you know the movie you win. If not, we'll go to Tim. What up? What up? Get your phone fixed, Tim. <laughs> and Steven, your caller 20. Hello. All right. Hi. Semi-normal sounding person. Oh, gosh. Looking for an action thriller from 1997. If we're going to act, we have to act now. It's too risky. The president is up there with a gun to his head. Name the 1997 action thriller. If we're going to act, we have to act now. It's too risky. The president is up there with a gun to his head. Michelle, what's the movie? Um, Jackie Brown. God. Tim. Air Force One. Say it again. Air Force One. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yes! Yes! Oh, yeah! Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, we won. Man. Oh, my gosh. You win. That crappy phone that Kyle referenced almost cost him the game. Oh. He, sounded like, he, he sounded like he was talking on the satellite phone that Harrison Ford is using to communicate back to the ground. Uh, in Air Force One. Get off my plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he saying what I think he's saying? If we're going to act, we have to act now. It's too risky. The president is up there with a gun to his head. He's asking us to do that? To Air Force One? He's not asking. Your commander-in-chief has issued a direct order. Do it! I always found Glenn Close comically bad in this movie. I love this movie. But it's like she's trying too hard. And you, you can almost feel like, you know you know how broads, I don't think broads wear slips anymore, do they? You feel like you feel like she's got a slip on. If you know, not a, not a slip on, but there there was a thing you wore what under a dress. A slip. And and I know, but but to describe what a slip is, it's something oh, you wear between oh, your legs and your and the dress. Is that how? Well, it's between the dress. You you've got it over your body and then the dress. Right. And 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 it, it just it just feels like she's got that. And it's all it's sweaty. It's just, oh, so it gets slippery down there. She can't. She she doesn't know what to do. She's so intimidated. I I don't know. And I don't have anything against Glenn Close. And it was it's not a misogyny thing. It's just like it's like. No, it's not Lanny, because it's such a great movie. It's, it's not a woman that's being forceful that you're having a problem no, with? No, no, it's, right. it, no, because, no. It's just her being forceful you're having a problem with. Yeah, she yeah. She doesn't sound real. She doesn't sound forceful I, enough. It should have been a man reading I find it. it no. I, just, I just find it comical. I don't know why. Maybe it is some latent misogyny. I, I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm like... No, honey. Oh, wow. You know the end of the expression. If you give well, a, cook, a, a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. Glenn okay. Close looks like your mom. Not your mom, but your mom. Oh, right? like a mom. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, I think y'all have problems with a woman who looks like a mom and, and, giving, and being authoritative. She looks like she fell out of the ugly tree. Okay. As well, I've told you before, you know, that, that breakthrough moment with my therapist years ago <laughs> when, I, when, when somehow the expression oh, comes God. up of, of who, who hates their mother and without a beat, she says everybody. They just don't know it. if They, they either know oh, it or they don't or something like that. We well, got uh, the uh, Sticks tickets all next week as well. Uh, again, Monday's a holiday, dummies, so it'll start Tuesday morning again at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.
New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. Got this email out of nowhere, rad at radradio.com. It is from a, a Brian. Oh, boy. Hey, Brian. Says, Rob, random question for you. How do you mince garlic? And I don't mean, can you give me instructions on how to mince garlic? I mean, how do you, Rob, mince garlic? In the past, I used the garlic press thing. Or if I had to do more than 10 cloves, I would use my mini food processor. Little small one. Usually you got a little button you can hit it, but it's only like a, you know, the size of a couple cups. Much better like a whole big food processor. Oh, jeez, yeah. Bring that whole thing out just for that. <laughs> and then you got to clean <laughs> no. it. Jesus. Uh, but, he says, I just read in one of my recipes that those methods are bad and ruin the garlic, and I should chop finely with a knife, but my knife skills and my patience aren't good. Th- that's, that is that really goofy, provincial, way-out-there world of, uh, of cooking, and that one's a very rarely held belief. There are, there are certain things that are absolutely true. If, you, like if, you, if you're making uh, spaghetti and you're using basil, if you don't tear the basil or any herbs right before you put it in, they're not going to do their effect. They're not going to give you their, their aromatics. You don't even have to cut them unless you don't want that big piece of basil. you got to tear them. That's true. If you don't cut meat against the grain, the meat's going to chew tougher. That's true. This is asinine. The idea. The, by the way, I do it the way you do it. I don't use a, a garlic press. I do like using my knife, so if I'm doing top garlic... Or even, you know, minced garlic on a few cloves. I just use my knife. But if it's, yeah, if it's like 10 cloves or more, I'm using the mini food processor. It doesn't ruin the garlic. It doesn't affect the outcome, the flavor, the tenderness, or any of that. I need to get a small one. I only have a big food processor because if something calls, if I'm doing five or six, I'm like individually putting, one, you know, one or two in that press thing and smash it and then take it out do the other oh my god yeah i don't know what is like i feel like probably chopping them would take less time but i'm afraid i'll chop my finger i hate (laughs) i don't know why i hate uh those garlic press things i just they don't they don't make the garlic the way i want and these little mini food processors are so great they're easy to clean but in a pinch you could just use one of those jars of minced garlic that you get in the produce section right absolutely just know that it's a totally different flavor uh, formula so like there's certain because the minced garlic, it sits in its juice, and, and so it, it creates a flavor that, uh, that, that I don't want in certain dishes. Like, for example, if I'm making fresh salsa, I want chopped fresh cloves because I want to taste the burn. There's certain pasta dishes I want to taste the actual raw garlic or the barely seared garlic. But, it's, but yes, the, you're getting the garlic flavor with the chai. And I've got, a, I've got the giant jar, what you're describing, Brando. Then there's the garlic paste. Oh, which does yeah. not come with that that weird flavor or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not weird in a bad way. It's just a little bit different, that marinated garlic thing. They're marinating in themselves. The garlic paste is just a matter of do you want the pasty part of it. And so I've got it all. It's kind of like a you play with it enough, you know, I want this version yeah. of, of garlic. So you know what it might be um, with the, as I think about it with the press, is it's... it's not the it, media, the garlic press. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's garlic mush. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't it, like it. Yeah. Well, the press frustrates me. Like the little handheld one where you put the clove in and mm-hmm. you bring the handle down. And you yeah. Squ- you, it, yeah. It, it never gets all of the garlic. Like right. it, it gets not. a little oh, bit yeah. of it, but then there's a lot of it left over in the press. It's all flattened out. and you, it t- It's a pain in the ass to clean. Yeah. And like Dawn said, it you got to do one at a time. Ugh. Sometimes two, but you're like, <laughs> and then uh, it squirts out the side. If you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, after we finish this riveting conversation at the bottom of the hour, uh, you will get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? Possibly the cutest video of my 11-week-old Bernadoodle puppy. Yeah, you're Sadie. biased. You're biased. So far. Oh. So far. Uh, she's being very vocal while playing oh. on uh, during playtime on the couch. 
And then we have Tron, the golden retriever, soaking up the sun in the backyard. Uh, if you've got your videos of dogs, canines, cats, hippos, whatever, oh just uh, record them horizontally. Email us, R-A-D, at radradio.com, and we'll include you in the canine cam. We got this email from Laura. Hey, Laura. We're talking about Air Force One. We did that for Master Movies. We played a clip of Glenn Close as the vice president. I got nothing against Glenn Close. She's a fine actress. There's just something about her in that role, and I love that movie. It's just, I just always, like, I don't know, and I have this vision that I've created. I don't even know where it came from, that she's wearing a slip, which they're, they're, women don't wear these anymore as far as we know. I mean, I, probably women of a certain age. Yeah. And, you know, just from being old school. Yeah, just a habit, maybe. Yeah. Uh, a, 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 a layer, right, between the dress and the leg. Is that how we're describing it? Uh, Laura says, I had to wear a slip every Sunday under my dress. I was very confused when it seemed like I was being forced into a negligee every church day. Then I realized what church was. Okay, I had to dig a church. I don't know, but yeah, there, I, why? I don't understand what the point of the slips were and why we don't need them any longer. Gosh, I'm trying to remember. I feel like at some point, if something was see-through. Okay, so there was another I don't layer. Know how that it just added another layer if you could see just a little bit through it, not like completely see-through, right? And then uh, maybe also for. Sweat reasons. I, I, I don't honestly. I don't know. Th- these I know that, were not of my time. Right. For dudes, the unattractive thing was that when I, it when it popped out from under, it's like, oh, what what is going on under there? So apparently, slips help address or skirt hang properly, especially oh, when yeah. static clean might That's otherwise right. cause the dress to wrap around the wearer's legs. They protect the skin from chafing against coarse fabrics such as wool, and uh, the outer garment is made of a fine fabric, so a slip protects it from precipitation. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Brandon. That's right. We made. We we made, I know this sounds weird, we made a, a major advancements in the 70s in regards to two things, static cling yes. and the, 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 the materials we were using to make clothing, which no longer would chafe and burn and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and listen, I don't deny my past, but my, my dresses and skirts are too short. <laughs> yeah, you didn't wear them with that, no. It's not, um, not a thing. So Andrew wrote in, because uh, uh, earlier this morning, somebody, uh, uh, well, we had a couple emails about Del Taco, which, again, we're not endorsing. They just, they've announced they're going to war with Taco Bell. they got a five-year plan, but talking about them made uh, the boys of the show. We all want, craved uh, Del Taco, so we got some yesterday, and, and, and a woman who had listened and watched the show late at night, she had the same uh, craving, and she got it. They wanted, so we started talking about what we got. Well, we, we aren't making any endorsements here. They're not a paid advertiser. But if the president of Del Taco looks at their sales numbers, since we started talking mm, about Del Taco uh, yesterday, yeah. if they see a spike, they can come to us. Yeah, and, absolutely. And per- particularly because I love Del Taco. If you want to endorse me, I would be thrilled. <laughs> this is this is like the version of us telling you about a great show we find on Netflix. But since Del Taco wants to expand and go after Taco Bell, I mean, you might Hello. need Hello. Oh, so I'm curious. So because Taco Bell, their refried beans are re- very refry there's not like a lot of whole bean in there. You know how some places do that. Is Del Taco more of like there? You get the intermittent a lot of whole beans with the mash. Yeah. Yes, the consistency. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It has more yeah. bean texture than Taco Bell would. Yes, sometimes sometimes you can see them in a in a toilet bowl as well. <laughs> next time. <laughs> They come out whole. Uh, the thing that caught Andrew's ears was, Brandon, we were telling everybody what, what each of us uh, got. And, Brandon, you made point to mention that you love Del Taco's fries. Yes, very much. Uh, and, and and that's interesting because 
Del Taco, they do they do offer like regular fast food, some little things all the time, like burgers and fries. Of course, Taco Bell, they do their seasoned fries, oh, which you love so those good. as well. Totally different animal. Totally different. So, but that got Andrew going, and this is why I saved this because this is the kind of thing that can take over a show, and it's like pretty soon we're not doing any content but arguing over fries. <laughs> uh, Andrew says Del Taco's crinkle fries are so good, mm-hmm. which brings the conversation of Chick Fil A fries or Del Taco fries. They're totally different. The, oh. the experience. You can't compare the two because the experience that you get at a Chick-fil-A, you know, the the waffle fries, delicious. They're perfect with their food. But if I'm going to Del Taco, I don't want waffle fries. I want the crinkle cut fries with my Del Taco. This is what confused me about this email was he's comparing apples to hand grenades. Exactly. Crinkle fries and waffle fries are like Del Taco and Taco Bell. Both excellent, but you have to want what you want. If if we're going to compare crinkle fries... I got to go to Del Taco now because I've never had their crinkle fries because oh. Arby's makes the best I've ever had. They, and they don't always have them. They're often attached to a special or, or whatever, and they're mm-hmm. fantastic. So the crinkle fries are great on their own, but they do offer options to upgrade your fries. At to Del like Taco. A, yes, to chili cheese fries oh, okay. or nacho yeah. fries. There's various options that make the fries even better. Mm. Okay, I'm going to have to go Chick-fil-A fries are going to reign supreme because of the damn Chick-fil-A sauce. You dip the waffle fries mm. inside the sauce, and it, they're superior to almost every fry out there. Actually, you know what I'm going to say? They are superior to every fry out there with a close second to Carl's Jr.'s Chris Cut fries with the bourbon honey mustard sauce. Okay, well, at least mm. I like... See, we're arguing sauces now. Yeah, I know, but it, I, I liked where Kyle was going in the sense of, like, just all fries in general. Whereas that letter writer was trying to compare, as you already said, a waffle fry to a crinkle fry, where at least your... You know, what you want to maybe try is a crinkle fry to a crinkle fry. Yeah, and that's, you want to put those two up against where Kyle's just saying an overall fry mm-hmm. is that. the waffle fry. But but that yeah. that's the problem though. That I think that's the stupidest argument. The the best fry, it's like it's all specific to what you're eating and what you want. But I understand mm-hmm. that because I think that when people talk about fries, you're like, what is your favorite kind of fry? And, and yeah, they're going to pick what but, their favorite yeah, type of fry is. That's not what Kyle's doing. He's, he's basing it on the dipping sauce. No, no, oh. they still reign supreme. They're still perfectly textured, like the crunchiness to them with the soft interior. They so, reign supreme so over all fries. You can waffle even claim fries. they're better than the cream. So the, just waffle fries then are, no, your, are the best. Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Oh. See, he's not. I told you he wasn't doing okay. what you think. No. Well. I mean, because I... <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you, I know you wanted to give him an attaboy, but no, I he's did. not doing what you're wanting him to do. <laughs> okay, well, he was half doing it. <laughs> oh, see, it, it would be fun to debate like the best fry ever oh, made, man. but because you followed up with the Chick Fil A sauce, that so... makes it reign supreme. We can't include the sauces in the best fry. Yeah, yeah, you can. No. It, it goes but... together with one. Okay, so even then, the Chick Fil A waffle fry plain. Is still better than Del Taco's crinkle fry. There you go. That's what we want, right? Like you take sauces out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now cr- cr- crinkle fries. Period, or it's got to be a Chick Fil A crinkle fry. Got it? No waffle. It, yeah, Chick Fil A. It's got to be the Chick Fil A because Carl's Juniors are good, but they're not that good. Yeah. Uh, no, no. See, he's oh, still not answering the question. Okay. Yeah, what yeah. Do you mean? I'm, I'm not am answering I the question. Wrong? No. Okay. <laughs> We're just asking if you had to determine, take brands out of it. Restaurants out of it. The best kind of fry, shoestring, French fry, steak fry. Curly fries. Crinkle fry, curly fries. Curly fries, is that it? Curly fries is the answer? They have to be from Jack in the Box. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. You're out, you're out. You're kicking you out. Anybody and Dawn. The Rob. Anybody and Dawn Show. 
Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. Emails coming in, rad at radradio.com. I told you this would take over the show. We're having the always popular fast food fry discussion, although we're, <laughs> we're having three of them all at once, and Kyle's not involved in any of them. Uh, first, we're going to go back to this. I'll begin with uh, Del Taco, uh, and uh, it, it made us crave Del Taco yesterday when they launched their war on Taco Bell, so we all had our orders, and somebody called in and uh, wrote in, wanted a review, and, and then Brandon mentioned that he, he loves the Del Taco fries, and so somebody wrote in. First, loves the fries. Let me start with that. Joey wrote in, R-A-D at radradio.com, says, Hey, Brandon, does Del Taco still have the two tacos and crinkle fries combo? That's the one I get every single... It's my go-to. It's the number one, <laughs> okay. medium with a cherry Coke. And uh, you mentioned that the Del Taco has the options where you can do stuff to the fries, like chili cheese. Chili and- cheese, nacho. You could do like a like like a salsify. I, I don't have them all memorized, but the chili cheese is my favorite. Brendan says, Del Taco offers bold style. They add their special sauce and fries into your burrito for 50 cents. Yeah, I was hey, referring yeah. to that when I was... Uh, I think think it was earlier today when I talked about my burrito. Mm-hmm. It is, you go bold, and it's the special sauce and the fries and the combo wow. burrito. It just takes it to the next level. So mentioning that, got some moron listener to call in and compare automobiles to vegetables. Yep. Uh, he said... <laughs> Okay, let's do the French fry debate. Uh, Del Taco fries versus Chick-fil-A fries. Well, Del Taco are crinkle fries, Yep. and Chick-fil-A are waffle fries. Totally you, different. You can't compare the two. And that, though, got us going down this road of Comparing, and then Kyle started comparing sauces, which that's <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Oh well, Chick Fil A with their sauce. Well, okay, but now we're and then and then Dawn wanted to say, okay, just type of fry, just type of fry, just it, it, shoestring, steak cut, whatever. And, and like we ended the last segment, and and Kyle said, curly fries. Perfect, that's your okay. favorite fry, yay. But then he said, but they have to be from Jack in the Box. Uh, no, 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 or Arby's. No, no, no. Just if you're at the grocery <laughs> store. Or you're at home and you're gonna make fries. What are they? Or, or it doesn't matter where. How about any, this? Anywhere that you go, you go to a new restaurant. Yeah. And they offer five types of fries, no dipping sauces. It's the fry restaurant. Which one are you getting? Mm-hmm. That's for that conversation. Yeah. Then there's the fast food fry combination uh, or French fry uh, debate, yeah. and then there is apparently the dipping sauce debate. Those are the three things. Oh man. See here's and and dipping and, sauce specifically for fries people. Yeah. Don't so, start. Um I I'm a waffle fry person. I'm, I've never made them, but if you can buy them or or they're offered at a restaurant, love a waffle fry. But if you're going to go fast food, it used to be McDonald's which I haven't had in a million years. Um but Taco Bell their fries, the seasoned ones, when they have them. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Oh my god! I like. I've only tried them once, and I had them alone. But then, if we're gonna start including dipping sauces with that nacho cheese, it takes it to another level. Where this you're is, like, what the hell is this? This is the problem and the solution. Like we were talking about yesterday, there are. It's impossible to compare because it, it depends on what you are craving. Del Taco, Jim Boys, or Taco Bell. They're three completely different things. It's the same thing. I mean, Kyle's right. The best curly fries out there, if you're going back to the restaurant debate, Jack in the Box. Yes. Am I craving curly fries? Oh, wait. Waffle fries, I agree. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Jack in the Box is second on waffle fries for me. But do I just want fries? McDonald's. Uh, and then, oh. you know, it's like, it's like. But if we're doing sauces, that damn Chick-fil-A sauce is just, it's crack. Yes, it is. I mean, that you can just open it and lick it. 
So how where do we put like carne asada fries? You know, like the the Aldobertos or the Carolinas here in the Sacramento well, now, area. Now we're up that's, to a that's a different conversation. That's a meal. Yeah, you've now added in a fourth level because well, you've, now you're going. Recognized. First of all, now you're going regional, excluding a large part of the audience. <laughs> Secondly, now you're going to uh, the neck a level above fast food, and and it's a very specialized order. So once again, you've destroyed the conversation. <laughs> oh. Damn it! Um, ah. Rhodes, this guy is the vegan of French fry conversation. I hate this group. I hate you all. Stop it. First oh, of all, no. it's not 2005. Oh, don't say it. What? No, yeah, please End of discussion. Sweet potato fries. Oh, get out of here. Go away. Go oh. to Canada. They're good with caramel. We've, not the same thing I love Canada. We've, we've, just, just no. Saying. Just no. stop it. God Ca damn it. No, not What would you say, Kyle? Caramel? You, do, you put, no. dip them in caramel no. or you sprinkle a little cinnamon sugar on top of them? The, I'm the, telling it, you, they're delicious. It's not a fry, though. Now it's dessert. Thank yeah. you. God. No. Oh, my God. Sweet potato fries are disgusting. And you've all lied to yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's so healthy. I'm going to have my sweet potato fries. Oh, yeah. They're also vomit. They're also a lot like garlic fries. You take uh, three or four bites and you've had enough. It's yep. like okay, bye bye. Uh, Mario wrote in said we all know that if we are talking that we are talking about French fries and not sauces, Kyle. And by the way, it is scientifically proven that McDonald's has the best French fry. Yeah, that is a good fry. Has it changed or is it the same fry? Last I had them, they were still the same fry. Damn. Sauces are very important to the fry, though, because it's difficult to eat fries plain unless it's McDonald's. It's the only acceptable fry to eat plain. I know, by the I, way, it's not at all difficult for me. I don't want my fries dipped in anything, and I have no problem eating my fries and scarfing them down. If it's a good fry, you don't need to dip it. Yeah, see, I'm a dipper, <sighs> yep. but I do agree that like a fry is a fry. Like I, I, I can love I can love those waffle fries at Chick-fil-A without the Chick-fil-A sauce. They're really good. But just, I mean, it's just next level for you. It's just next level with that Chick-fil-A sauce. Uh, yeah. Aaron says, okay, thanks a lot. Now I'm going to Del Taco, literally, right now. I wasn't hungry, but now I'm drooling like Homer Simpson. What do you call fries that are not yours? Nacho fries. <laughs> Hello, oh. President Del Taco. I hope that poor girl, for whatever reason, can't be listening right now. That email that's down to some new type of training. Oh. She <laughs> can't have any of this. And here we are again. She's like, God damn it. And, well, hey, sorry, hon. Get some self-control commitment. Uh, one of our Kyles wrote in and said, I must part with Kyle. Chick-fil-A's fries are way too soft and always soggy, and none of them are ever crispy like a fry should be. That's well, why I like them. <laughs> nev never's a strong word because I personally I don't like when they're soft and they do, that happens. It does. Well, that's how I like them. I'm with Kyle. I want yeah. them in the softer side. I yeah. want them crispy, soft. It's a mixed bag. Um, different Kyle says Carl's Jr.'s crosscut fries are, in my opinion, the most crispy and soft waffle fries ever. Mm. Yeah, great with the Jesus sauce. Too too much breading. Jesus sauce. You said cross fries. Oh, so. Okay. okay. Oh, got it. Very good. Cut. Okay. Good one. What's a, why am I not envisioning a cross fry? Chris cut. It's the, it's the, isn't the same as a They're waffle fry? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chris Cut All fries right. are okay. waffle fries. Yes. Okay, thanks. Uh, Rodney says, I love waffle fries from Chick-fil-A, but I hate the ends. Can they filter these out? I know it's a first world problem, but I don't want these pieces in my waffle fries. The ends? Like the way it has the skin yep. on it? Yes, oh. exactly. Yeah. I love the butt yeah, of the fries. Yeah. Exactly. It's the like so good. the, the fry version of burnt ends yeah. with uh, barbecue. Yeah. So Weirdo. <laughs> Uh, Aaron says, uh, "Just saying, if you haven't had KFC's fries, they are am they are amazing. Are oh. they? They are really good. What oh. are they? Add that category to the list of best fries: potato wedges, and th that's what they are. Mm. And they're 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 really uh, good. Oh, I was oh, I, I okay. they have regular fries. I like their oh, they regular do? fries. Regular, oh. so they're new. Cut. They're okay. newish in the last year or so. Right. So yes, they have they have 
uh, what are we calling them? Steak fries? Uh, p- potato wedges. Potato wedges, yeah. yeah. Those are very good. But they do have regular fries. They added them. I don't remember how recently. Oh, for cool. all. Okay. But they're really good. But the, everybody's really up on their fry game. Except Then there's like one place you go, like, you guys are. Like Jack in the Box. Waffle fries, great. They can't get regular fries right no. to save their life. I don't know what they're doing. So... Um, there's nothing wrong with a steak fry or a, what else are you guys calling them? Potato wedge. Potato yeah. wedge. Uh, that is literally last on my list though because I might as well just have a potato skin. Like they're oh. they're just very, it's it's a it's too very, meaty, too hearty. It's it's a meal now. Now you're just having a meal and it's not a side to your burger. I will say though, steak fries just from like a regular restaurant with just ketchup. Those are really good go to. Yeah, I'm with you, Don. The the potato wedges it, it's it's just too mealy. There's not enough like a balance of the crispiness and the the mealiness of the inside. Yeah, and then what's missing for me? That's why I throw in potato skin. Okay, well then now where's the cheese and the bacon mm, and everything the oh. that you would put on here? Yeah. Um, I will respect. Respectfully disagree with Jason, who just emailed in and says, "I beg to disagree with Kyle. Wendy's has the best fries, dip yeah. or not. Maybe, oh. maybe it was because when we got our order, they had spilled all of the fries into our bag when my wife and I went there the other oh, day. But yeah. I'm, I, I'm a very recent uh, user of Wendy's fries. They did not impress us oh. at yeah. all. No, the only good thing about Wendy's fries is that you dip them in a frosty, and it's the dip yeah. in that makes them good. Now I want to try Chick Fil A waffle fries with a frosty. God oh, damn it! Why am I getting cravings of that? God damn it! Why can't you just enjoy a fry? being a fry. I mean, there's so many ways we can goddamn it this thing. Anybody and Dawn. The Rob Anybody and Dawn Show. Our New Year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. This is Rad Radio. We got like a couple dozen emails over uh, the last uh, five minutes already at radradio.com. One of them was helpful. Oh, wow. Because so, uh, everybody decided to, do, to, to pull a Kyle, to put a fly in the ointment and stop talking about what we're talking about. We're not elevating the discussion of fries to restaurants and chains. And, and yes, we got it, Red Robin. Thanks. We're talking about fast food. Yum. We're talking about t- types of fries. We're not just going to suddenly create a whole new category. Mm. We, but uh, we did get a few like Joey's. Because hey, Joey. uh, 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 somebody emailed in about KFC fries. And then Brandon mentioned the uh, what Dawn thinks is a, a, a potato skin, basically. Potato wedges. Uh, and uh, Joey wrote in, and so, so did a few others, can, can confirm correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe KFC replaced the potato wedge with just fries. So I did go to the menu and look at it. I can't find the wedges anymore, but they're regular fries. They are good. They're really, really good. Somebody else wrote in and said uh, they're not quite as good as McDonald's, but they're almost as good. And I would agree with that. They're really, really good. We do need just the fry place, though. It's just all the different fries. Yeah. And you can have them plain. Or you can have ketchup or cheese sauce or or nacho or chili, whatever, right? They're just going to have all the fixings if you want them. They're going to have to, like, sell, oh. like, a burger and a chicken sandwich, though. <laughs> like, just they don't get into it but but because but they're specializing in the fries because very few people are going to eat just fries. Right, but you could do them like a nacho where you're going to have ground beef on them, right? So Or maybe mm. even, like, shredded chicken. Sure. Like, you could still offer Oh, my God, of course. You've got to offer meat. In some form that could be on the fry. The problem is, and they would find this out for markets research. There's too many people like me. If they're not offering a sandwich of some kind, I'm never going to go. Well, I don't. I don't just want your goddamn fries. Because yet yeah, for you, right? You because right, you would just be going for fries basically. Right, and you I don't eat just fry. fries. Yep, that's, yep, that's yeah. not my, my not my bag. Well, that came and went. Um, that but, restaurant. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it'll open up in a year. 
and, and there'll be all sorts of signs up. We didn't get this idea from Rad Radio. Meanwhile, there's a line out the door. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com from Omar. We had the Circles guys on, uh, gave us an update the, this morning. You can still go to radradio.com, click on the logo, go to WeFunder. You can still invest. We're talking about the app and all of the engagements and the usage. Uh, and, uh, yes, we're still working on, on the, the Android bugs. Remember, we do it right, not right now. We're so close to releasing the Messenger. Omar says, I invested in Circles. I downloaded the app. Since I've downloaded, I have struggled a bit using it with my Samsung. But one thing that I have noticed is I get all of the updates. I'm following Rob and Dawn, and now my phone goes off every time they check in somewhere or every time they favorite a new place. A couple weekends ago, my phone kept chiming after 10 p.m., and to my surprise, it was Rob adding places to his favorites. <laughs> after the 15th chime, I was like, damn it, Rob, just go to bed. I look forward <laughs> to getting more familiar with the app and advertising it to all my family and friends. Just keep in mind when I'm checking in, I'm really not there anymore. It's about 10 minutes since I left. Yes. Because, not that I think I'm important, people are going to show up to meet me, because uh, someone that hates me is going to show up to stab me. Right. Is what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. I know I'm that important, and I know you'll show up if you know where I am at any time. So we're lying to you. When we check in somewhere, we're not there. Yeah, I just left. Uh, if you are a welfare recipient, <laughs> and you're just waking up to start your busy day. Good morning. Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's show, Graham. I'm going to go in reverse order today, because, and we're going to go to the question of the day, which if you watch this live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, during commercial breaks, you get a question of the day. It's different every day. Email in your answer. We save them till the uh, end of the show. Uh, what was today's question, Brando? What is one thing that scares you about the future and why? So, of course, we got endlessly depressing emails. So it just shows it just shows where people's mindsets are. And so I just I grabbed a few of them. Daniel says, what about the future scares me and why? There's less f future for me that there is past because I'm 62 years old. And that scares me being closer to the end because of the fear of missing out. Oh, God, I'm excited. about. I got yeah. Jomo about that. Yeah, you're doing it wrong, Daniel. <laughs> I, I have very, uh, yeah, you're, joy of missing out. I am glad I am closer to being on my way out than still being here. here here's the here's <laughs> here's the the, the answer. Ooh. You're not going to miss out on anything good. <laughs> so I don't know why. Unless you're unless you're like the Joker. You just want to watch the world burn. Listen, the only thing that that bum, I guess it, use the word it bums me out is that I won't see where what happens with all my nieces and nephews, you know? So, oh, but you and will. And kids, you know? You know, you'll have your little screen on yeah, in your afterlife. Give me a little, yeah, a little yeah. insight into what's going on with them. There you go. <laughs> Why you care about people even in the afterlife, well, I will never your, understand. They're your family. Oh, yeah, I'm a big family guy. You know that. <laughs> Joyce says, as we get older, we generally realize our, uh, our mortality a little more. So simply put, dying. Why do I fear that? Because I really like living. Oh, see? Isn't your blood pumping for a great day with these answers? Woo! Mm -hmm. Attack the day! I, I, lo I do love life and I love living, but I am zero afraid of death. Okay, but I am afraid of dying a, a torturous death. Not afraid of. I don't want to. I don't want that to be my way out where it's painful. Oh, man. Oh. We're getting more and more positive, kids. This is how you end a show. Woo! Oh, happy Friday. <laughs> Kelly wrote in, oh, here's, the, here's a more immediate future answer. One thing that scares me is that rent will continue to be more expensive. It'll be too expensive to be one-income family, single parent, single person living in retirement. Oh, man, am I glad to be alive. Woo! Thank you. I'll work on more upbeat questions <laughs> for next Friday. Nothing about the future.
<laughs> no I one mean, has anything positive to say about the future. It wasn't a negative question. It's just people well, don't have any hope. We did ask what scares them. Yeah, the, oh, the fear did. Oh, part. It, it does. Yeah. It okay. does. But, but Hello, had you sorry. just said what are you, had you said what are you looking forward to in the future? The answers would have been being broke, living on the street because the cost of living so high. So we will jump to. Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator who keeps track of all the winners and losers by gender in the pressure cooker, she writes in to say, I had to work last Friday, so this is your first pressure cooker report in two weeks. And continuing with the prior trend, men continued to play and men continued to suck out loud. There was one anomaly, Mick, who actually won this Tuesday, so the men got a notch on the men's winner's column. Whatever. But unfortunately for the overall picture, men got the win with a bunch of Valentine's Day questions, and even he got two of his sports questions wrong. So here we go, the continued softening <laughs> of men. Yeah, the one man that won is a questionable man with his answers. And now on to today. Ay, ay, ay. No. Oh, be, be nice. I literally sighed out loud with exasperation and shook my head after today's poor showing. What in the actual stupidity, Tanea? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you should have legitimately gotten at least three of your questions right. Did you flunk out in elementary school? Oh. We celebrate Washington and Lincoln on President's Day. Were you not alive just a few years ago? Obama was born in Hawaii, which is not within the contiguous U.S. And what company makes uniforms, Rob asked. Why don't you guess the biggest damn sportswear company you can think of and say Nike? Well, she just couldn't think. The pressure. And, oh. Don't bother at least saying a state when you're asked to name a state. Just say pass. Passing four times. Good idea, you complete failure. Oh, boy. I've now <laughs> gone from my immediate reaction of disappointment to out-and-out out anger. Damn it, Tanea. Oh. I was all prepared to name the brainless men who lost over the last two weeks as the loseriest loser. There were two <laughs> men who only got one right, but obviously Tanea is now the queen of the nitwits. Oh, stop that. For this pressure cooker report, uh, she not only gets the award for loseriest loser of the week, she also gets her name on the very exclusive list for contestants who got zero right, a.k.a. the Hall of Shame. Uh, Michelle, I like when you put men down, not women. It's been since last September 20th that I got to add a name to the Hall of Shame list. Congratulations, Tanea, you empty-headed dingbat. Okay, no, no. Should we just call her Tanea? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Now... Here they are, your statistics for the pressure cooker winners and losers by gender since the start of the game in 2015. Oof. The men's all-time winning percentage is 41.66%. Uh, yes. Losers! And the women's winning percentage is at 35.6%. Yeah, 35? Yeah. Oh. Very bad. I thought it was at 37. What happened? Gonna get ya. Michelle finishes by saying, people, people, get your poop together. Well, you have a three-day weekend to work on that. We return on Tuesday. For the rest of you that are going to stick around on Rad TV and members.radradio.com, the Rad Radio app, and on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM, the Mixed Pick Sports Show is minutes away. Have a great three-day weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday. Okay, that does it. Screw guys and going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. See ya. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Ha-ha. <laughs> so long, stink town. Well, goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless 
the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.